fool, you are forcing me to kill you! As your leader, I encourage you from time to time, and always in a respectful manner, to question my logic. If you're unconvinced a particular plan of action I've decided is the wisest, tell me so. But allow me to convince you, and I promise you right here and now, no subject will ever be taboo. Yo, we back once again. It's the Dojo Podcast with the Sensei and the Archbishop. What's up? I'm good, man. How you been? I'm good, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what you been up to? Um, kind of last I saw you was like a week, two weeks ago. Yeah, you seem to be a bit preoccupied nowadays, hey. man. Every time I try to call you, you don't take my hey, calls. Man. You don't hey, return man. my texts. Hey, they, they're trying to lock me down, bro. So it's hard. You got yourself in that situation, man. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough. I was, I was, I was trying to. Hit you up on, I think it was on Sun, the one Sunday. Yes. Because I was yes. driving past your house. Yeah, Sunday morning. Sorry, my boy. Hey, Sunday mornings are hectic, man. <laughs> you know how it is? <laughs> no, I don't know how it is. <laughs> Sunday mornings are hectic. But uh, moving right along, because this is this is a very special episode for me. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I'm hardly nervous for these things, but I'm kind of, you know, yeah. because of the guest. So right. who, who do we have in? Who do we have in, man? Well, we have Farrah Fortune Yay. in the house. Yay, Miss Fortune. I almost said tonight. Like, <laughs> during the day. Yeah, yeah. How are you, Miss Farrah? I'm good. I'm really good. Um, it's it's warming up outside, so I'm happy about that. Good, like, good, I'm good. I'm waiting for, like, I'm waiting for summer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so, so we have, so we really, we want to obviously find out about you. Sure. And, um... But also, we want to find out about your opinions about what's happening in the world, you know? Okay. Yeah, because usually we, you know, we have guests come in and, you know, we break down certain topics and okay. whatnot and whatnot. So, yeah, um, yeah but briefly, uh, for, for, for those who may not know, but I doubt, but, <laughs> but for those who may not <laughs> know, may not know just, uh, who's, who's fair? Um... I hate this question. <laughs> I, I bet you get. You I get, get this, a, and a I never know how to answer it. It's sure. like it's like going on a date and someone asking you, "Who are you? Like, <laughs> you, like which part of me do you want to know?" Yeah. Um, I am a mom first and foremost, yes. and I am the director of African Star Communications, yes. uh, which is a PR and events management company. Uh-huh. Um, so we do corporate PR, celebrity PR, and event management. Yes. Um, and I'm I'm just me. Like, <laughs> I'm me. There's this, yeah. It sounds like you have a very fun job. Uh, it sounds. I do. <laughs> I do. Celeb PR, like that's yeah. a very interesting field. Yeah. Yes. It is. It it's it's um, it's different. I can honestly say yes. there's not one day that's the same. Did you did you always know that you wanted to be in the space like as you know growing up and I always knew I never wanted a boss I always knew I didn't want a nine to five yes um and I always knew I did not want to sit behind a desk the whole day <laughs> that was like my aim in life okay. um so yeah I mean PR was was something that was that really stood out to me because it it you know, really enables me to interact with different people every day. Yes. Um, and that was that was something I really wanted to do. I really didn't want to. I didn't want to have those boring, mundane jobs. And uh-huh. You see the same people at the office every day, and you know, I, I just didn't want a job like that. Yeah. Um, but so I read yeah. I read somewhere that um, you studied law. Yes, I in, did. Um, overseas. I did. So when did that transition? I I think I studied law to make sure I had something. I didn't finish. I didn't finish mm. my last year. Um, 
And I think it was just because, you know, you know those things that you do because you're trying to make everyone else happy, happy but yes. you don't really, know, yeah, it <laughs> okay. was one of those. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it wasn't even like my parents forced me. I mean, I paid for my own degree. So uh-huh. it was like, I, I needed back. I wanted a backup. Yes. And I, al- I always wanted to get into law. But I think realizing what I was getting myself into, I I think more than anything, it was a moral thing because I, I wanted to become a, a an defense attorney and then um as i got more into it i just realized that i didn't think i could live with myself like having to defend someone who actually really hurt somebody (laughs) and i think that was the moral dilemma i eventually came Mm, across mm, and and figured mm. i need to um make this decision um so i didn't finish my last year okay uh, but I I don't know if I'd ever want to go back and finish it. I was going to, but now I'm like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking on these like moral dilemmas and, and, and now in the field that you are in, yeah. obviously celebs, man. <laughs> We've been hearing the news, to, you know, recently. Yeah. You know, we heard the news about R. Kelly. We heard the news about Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. So yeah. if, for instance, you were representing one of these people. Yeah. Um, let's say, for instance, R. Kelly. Now, R. Kelly... You know. <laughs> okay, so, so before, we, before we get into that, right? Yes. I just wanted to clarify one thing. So the title for PR is publicist. Um. Or? Yeah, it's public relations. Okay. Um, so I mean, by profession, I'm a publicist. Um, but my field is public relations. Okay. Yeah. So what does that entail? What 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 does okay. that function um do for me in in my job? Uh, basically, our job is to make sure that you know especially when artists or corporates come to us, it's really our job to ensure that they're newsworthy, that we find a new angle um, about what they're doing. We have to make them interesting, make sure they're out in the papers um, and make sure a lot of the time people will endorse you or um, just be a fan because they've read about you. So it's our job to make sure that no matter what platform it is, TV, radio, online, whatever, that somebody is coming across who you are. Um, so we build brands in the in that way where we really do start from scratch because our niche is taking on unknown artists yeah. okay. and and building them, um, and that's how the company started and I've stuck to that policy. There's very few artists that we've taken on that we've um, kind of publicized. It's either been an ad hoc campaign for them or it's just been helping them rebuild an image, which is not something we always do. I prefer the taking them on from scratch and helping them build an image they can maintain without getting into trouble. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, yeah. So, speaking of that trouble, <laughs> yes. so, would you normally deal with issues like that? So, like, let's say this R. Kelly scandal. Yeah. Okay, can um, we break down the R. Kelly situation? So, yeah. So, apparently, um, homie got these... Um, girls that stay in his house that were apparently sent to to him initially yes. to help them with their career, you yeah. know, with their musical career. Yes. Uh, but they've somehow turned into, it's I don't know if I should call them slaves or they're hostage yeah. to them. And he and he performs all sorts of uh, sexual fetishes with them, records um, his sexual encounters with them, treats them like mm-hmm. he owns them, you know, yeah. and um, you get the feeling that they're not allowed to leave. Well, allegedly, mm-hmm. that's, that's what the reports are saying. They're calling it a cult. Right? Yes. <laughs> They're <yeah>. calling it. <laughs> let's get uh, it out there. They're calling it a sex cult. Yes. Um. So we all know Al Kelly has always been in the news with and what girls. he says she is. You yeah. know he's a yeah, beautiful but he's yeah. he's so fucking talented that I I kind of feel that you know um and you know my argument about morality, talent beating morality, and yes, yes. you know that that dilemma we face 
we faced it with uh, Michael Jackson as well when you know Chris Brown yeah. we had Chris, Chris Brown, Brown yeah. as, as well you know their talent is so immense that we sort of like overlook you know what's happening or or, or these rumors that are out yeah. so how do, how are we feeling about this I think the thing situation. is, you have to understand a lot of entertainers, you know, they have this past. Or they, uh, let's just, okay, let me rephrase this. Everybody has a past. Mm. Everybody has done some shit. Mm, mm. Um, I think when it comes to entertainers, their shit is a lot more highlighted yes. just for the fact that they are in the public eye. And we do, I mean, taking a, a case as individual, um, I, I know some of the facts about this case with R. Kelly. Mm. One thing, you know, that we have to understand that the law steps in everywhere. At the end yeah. of this day, at the end of the day, none of these women are underage. Mm. And yes. and that's what comes into play. Yeah. And and that's what you have to take into consideration, the fact that these women are 22, 23, 26. So um, so, so from a legal perspective, yeah. they're making their own decisions and no one can change that for them. However, from a morality point of view, yes. you need to understand that that you know, in especially in the day and age that we live in, where um women Women's rights, women's sexuality, yes. everything about women is becoming more highlighted. Mm. So a case like this, you know, it doesn't look good for him. But you need to understand, let's look back to, in R. Kelly's career. He married Aaliyah illegally at the age of 15. 15. Yes. Never told her parents. Her parents found out. They had the marriage annulled. But by that time, he'd already had sex yeah. with her. Yeah. So, and he was never prosecuted for that. Yep. No charges were ever laid. So in a lot of ways, we have allowed as a society, we have allowed these artists to get away with it because it does come down to the... Do you like their music? Yes. You know, and, and does that overshadow? Chris Brown beat the hell out of Rihanna. Yep. He's still touring. Yeah. He's still, at the end of the day, you can't make everybody change their mind. And being a celebrity and, and having such a huge status, um, people have their own opinions. Mm. And, and you can't change everybody's opinion. However, as a society, we do need to look at these things because it's not okay. Um, it's not okay to be in a situation where, you know, you are... You're saying that Tomisha Masha can't beat his wife, but Chris Brown can beat his wife, yeah. uh, beat his girlfriend, and we support him, but we're not going to support Tomisha because he beat his wife. What is the difference? Mm. Is you know, he less talented? Is he less talented? <laughs> is it because he's local? Yeah. What, what's the difference? What, yeah. It shouldn't make a difference. If you beat a woman, you beat a woman. So you can't go out there and want to condemn Arthur and Tomisha and not do it for Chris Brown or anybody else. Yes. Um, I'm not saying what Arthur is. I think what Arthur's done is despicable. Yeah. I think what Tomisha's done is not okay. Do you know what I mean? But I can't I can't say that and still go and buy yeah. Chris Brown's albums. It's not okay. I have to, if I'm going to support and, and be it, okay. on that yeah, level it, it of, has to be, it has to be okay. consistent. Yeah, you can't yeah. say. Because that's what I was trying to get at. You know, so you don't thing. separate the two. So if, For me, I think one, I, I, I'm at a, a different situation than a lot of people. One, I'm in the entertainment industry. Mm. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm a woman. I run a company that only employs women. We, we work on campaigns for female empowerment. Yes. I have a daughter. I, you know, my, my entire life is revolved around making sure that women are okay. Yes. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a feminist in the sense that many people think what a feminist is. Yes. But I, I definitely believe in you know, rights for women. I definitely believe in equal rights. But I also think we are very picky and choosy at what we choose to have as equal rights because mm. we think, okay, men do it so we can do it, which doesn't make it right either. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But now, but now, if, if, if you were, if you were rep- representing uh, an, an, a celeb 
you know, going through something like this. I'd leave them. I'm sorry. I just think from a moral point of view. From a moral point of view. I would never put my company. No, No, for me, when clients sign with us, we sign a code of conduct with them as well. Oh, okay. So I make sure you understand that the minute you fuck up, that I'm going to walk away from this and you're going to find someone else to fix your mess. Um, In the sense, I mean, I fix a lot of messes, but when it comes to things like beating a woman or a rape, or I can't... uh, for me as a person, regardless of the company, me as a person, yes. I can't do that. You can't do that. And and that doesn't give off the image that I portray in in, in how I feel about a lot of things. Yeah. Um. So to stand by that and still work with that person for me, it's it yeah, okay. doesn't make sense. It so does. It does. It would say a lot about you if, yeah. if you if you do stand by somebody like that. I mean, that's why you get a lot of brands that will walk away from. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, like a sportsman or. Yeah, for or, sure. Money is money, but yeah. you got to look at yourself in the mirror every yeah. day. And you yeah. got to be able to live with the decision that you make. And you know, like I said, I have a daughter, and, I, and if she grows up, like if she, when she grows up, mm. I don't want, um, I don't ever want her to think that if something happens to her, if she was raped or if she was hit or being beaten by someone, I don't ever want her to think that that's okay. My mommy said it was okay, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Or so, it was so okay it's. For I think it goes or... beyond money for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. It's it's. I'm 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 often conflicted about you know especially celebs who are accused of these things because obviously I'm I'm a fan you know yeah. R Kelly wrote the storm is over my nigga like you know <laughs> <laughs> R Kelly is genius level talent like yeah. he's really genius level talent and and it 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 conflicts me when I hear things like this because I love the music so much. You can't take away the talent that yeah. these people have. Don't get me wrong; you can never take that away. It's a God given talent, yeah. and they've made a career of it. Um, I think money also it it gives money gives people options. Hey, hey. Um, and I think a lot of the time, especially when you come with this this abundance of wealth, mm. you realize that those options can be bought. And when you're in a situation where society allows those options to be bought, you can't say anything. Yeah, I mean, because if if we look at his history and and what he's done, I would I would go as far as saying that this is a condition that he has. Like it's a it's 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 a fetish that he it's a yes. disease. Yeah. yeah, he can't help. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now, if you if you look at other things that people do, like let's say like serial rapists mm. or, or or serial murderers. Yeah. You know, it's it's also a condition. It's something that yeah. it's something that if I may call it that they can't help. Mm either right so now at which point do we draw the line and where does the sympathy stop and how far do we go in trying to rehabilitate that are we saying that you're a bad person and we completely writing you off are we saying you're a bad person let's get you somehow i think the best example of that is the bricks case mm. bricks recently yeah, got, speak, was convicted yeah, speak yeah. On for that. um for rape of mm. his of a 16 year old yeah niece i think yeah it was his niece. and yeah. i mean what what i'm you know do think is amazing is the fact that his wife at the time helped this girl lay charges yeah, that's, and that takes a lot yeah, and i'm, I'm I, I i say that so with with complete understanding of what a marriage is it takes a lot for you to go and Go against your husband, mm, mm. and especially something like this, it it, it especially in the in a, in a black community to go mm. and do that to your husband. It takes a lot for mm. a woman, um, and and I and I really commend her for the fact that she actually helped this girl because yeah. you know if no one had helped her, 
at the you know Brix could still be walking free and this girl was, would be traumatized for life who mm. knows if she'd ever be able to have another relationship a sexual relationship yeah. or even be okay with herself so the fact that he was convicted I think says a lot for where our justice system is going right now yeah. and and I'm I'm proud that they've made him an example I hope they've made him enough of an example for other people to realize especially in this industry mm. that this is not okay and you won't get away with it However, it's taken us a long time to get there. Yeah, you know, definitely. You know, BRICS is, is, is a... We don't know if this is the first of many or the last of of, of many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we also have to take that into consideration. I mean, he hasn't been sentenced yet. Yeah. For all we know, he could he could walk away with a probation new sentence. Yeah, definitely. He could walk away with five years. Um, we don't know what's going to come. But I do think the fact that he was convicted is a really huge step for women in this country, considering right now our rape stats are... Yeah. shameful yeah. Uh, you know when we look at the world's rape stats you know we're sitting at number one that's mm. really bad that's really bad we are a huge country but in, in terms of the world we are one country and we have the highest rape stats that's yeah. something to really consider as as the people of South Africa who are we what are we allowing yeah it's, Actually, like, it's like I was saying the last episode yeah. right, that um Rape is, is, I think, like, niggas are seeing it as, as not that bad of a crime yeah. that they're willing to risk it all yeah. for it. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it, I like that analogy that you, lose, uh, that you used the last episode that um, we, that men, South African men, we, we sort of view rape as, you know, like um, drinking like a drunk and driving yeah. Yeah. charge. You, know, you yeah. might get caught, you, you might, might not. You might get caught, you might, you know, and um, there's, no, there's no sense of... Yeah, I, I could get of caught, danger, of like danger, yeah. you yeah. know. I can yeah. just do this and get away with it, and and it's really because even up. the the regular person, yeah, yeah, is doing it, is yeah. doing it. And yeah. the thing is, you know, you he hear all these horror stories about how cops handle this stuff when you do go and report it, and you you, as a woman, you're just thinking, you know, you walk around, you walk out. Of, I mean, I walk out of my house every day, and I'm literally. Like you're on guard. Mm-hmm. I get into my car. I lock my doors. I, you know, I'm I'm so especially. I don't try and drive at night with my daughter. Even yeah. like I try not to go anywhere with her at night yeah. if I unless I really have to or someone's driving us because, I, I you know, you're constantly on edge. Yeah. You're worried all the time. You, you know, you have you you're not really sure if something's gonna happen to you and. It's draining mm-hmm. as a woman. It's absolutely draining to live like that in this country. Yeah. I stay at home a lot. Like, I really don't go out that much because, firstly, I know if I go into Santon at night, the taxi drivers and the Uber drivers are fighting, yeah, they, yeah, getting our Uber home. I've, I've experienced this. I've experienced them mm. fighting because I've called an Uber. I've been left standing for an hour trying to figure out how I'm going to get home yeah. by myself. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's the most horrible situation to be in as a woman because you don't know what's going to happen to you. You're scared of shit. You, you're standing there. You don't know if the guy that's approaching you and asking you if they can help is really going to help you if they, yeah. you know, something's <laughs> going to happen to you. It's draining. It is absolutely draining being a woman in this mm-hmm. country. It's, so it's, it's a lot to have to deal with on a daily basis. I think just women generally, yeah. we have to, you know, really understand. We have to really understand where we are um, within ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And I, um, I've kind of thought that, you know, we as men, like we hear the frustration. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing your frustrations at the moment. I, I kind of feel like the solutions lie in in men because I'm solutions, you know, driven. So I'm thinking like the solution really lies in men introspecting and perhaps getting together and men having discussions amongst ourselves because we hear the woman. We, we hear the frustrations. We hear... 
you know this backlash that's that's coming but if there's no there's no from our side to you know, to to meet them halfway i also I, think though sorry i also think as women we also need to take our responsibility on certain things yeah i think we also you know we we sometimes get to a point where we allow a lot of stuff to happen yeah. and and we think it's okay because we you know especially um in colored and black communities so many things happened with our parents that were allowed mm. and we grew up like that mm. thinking it was okay so we allow certain things to happen yeah. and we don't reprimand men a lot of the time on the stupid things they say or the stupid things that they yeah. do yeah. because you also think okay am i supposed to say anything yeah, yeah, yeah. do i want to deal with this yeah. you know it's it's a lot also from that side and mm. and we also i think need to educate men on on you know how things are supposed to be done in the way that that will be respectful for women yes. if you know what i mean yeah. um i i think it's it's it is men mm. um you know um as as men you have to understand that being vulnerable is something that we are not mm. okay mm. we are we can't fight back but it's tiring fighting every day yeah i know you know it's it's tiring being in that situation every day don't you think that would require a, a certain element of of compassion for the fellow human being for that to happen yeah yeah for sure. definitely but i don't see why we don't have that anyway yeah. you know are we so desensitized i think i think we we at a point well let me not say we at a point i mm. think it's it's wrong of us to expect it yeah. yeah i think that's where we get it wrong is that we you, you expect the, the the human compassion element to be there mm. and therefore that person is not supposed to do that yeah. but what if there isn't yeah. yeah because we deal with it all the because then if there isn't then then, <laughs> then we're dealing with it differently yeah. it doesn't matter how yeah. much you're going to sp- talk to me about it yeah it, it, regardless of the amount of conversations that we're going to have as men about yeah. the abuse against women it's not going to change anything yeah because what i'm getting is that they uh from what fellas saying is that there's work on both sides that needs yeah. to be done yeah you know a uh, woman need to introspect and think about you know what they yeah. have allowed so, and enabled yeah. and and i know. also think at the same time that they used to, it like the punishment needs to be more s- severe there needs to be the fear factor as well because mm. i mean a lot of us want to want to do certain crimes i mean mm. the odd time that you really yeah. want to kill someone yeah. but you know the implications yeah. that come with doing that so you do not do it yeah. regardless how yeah badly you feel about it you know mm-hmm. you really want to do it, but you won't because you don't want to go to jail yeah. for 25 lakh for that shit right <laughs> yeah. but because It's so easy to get away with mm-hmm. with this act. Yeah. You know, there there, there isn't that deterring factor yeah. that tells you actually let me not. Yeah. Hey man, cuz you you could find that there's a lot of people that that could actually be rapists mm. if rape wasn't against the law. Yeah, mm. true. Mm-hmm. I think definitely. I think definitely I mean, you know, I I I speak from a colored and a black community because those are the communities I grew up in. Yeah. And and I think um a lot of the stuff was swept under the carpet by our parents. Yeah. Um that wasn't dealt with and we, and we grew up in in the homes where we uh we seen certain things happen and, and we thought it was okay. Mm. So it's only now I think that our generation is going to change um with our kids because we've realized that certain things are not okay. It's not okay to beat your wife. Mm. It's, it's it's you know um forcing your wife to have sex during marriage is rape. Mm. You know, mm. it's 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 not entitlement, it's actually rape. And when you know I, I, You know you actually grow up thinking that uh, if you married it's that's mm. it and your husband wants sex that's that's what it's yeah. even in a muslim community I'm muslim I mean I grew up in those communities and and those things were uh, you know swept under the carpet a lot in in terms of the muslim community because you know you didn't want to bring shame you didn't want your parents to be upset you didn't you didn't want to have to deal with all of those things 
so even in the Muslim communities now, I know that still happens. Mm. Um, and I and it's 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 things that just they will change. But if we don't change now, we're going to indoctrinate our our, our kids with the same values, yeah. and and the problem's never going to go away. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, remember what you mentioned. Uh, uh, now that you're raising a boy, that you you kind of feel that um, the kids, our kids, or you know, the, the future generation have, have a, a better chance because of the information that's out there. Yeah. Because of feminism. Yeah. Um, because I, I, I kind of feel like feminism is a good thing. You know, I, I have I have my, you know... You know what? I, I agree with reservation. you. It's a good thing yeah. to a point. Yes. I, I also, you know, like I said to you, I'm not... I, I'm never going to call myself a feminist. Yeah, you're not a cookie cutter one. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not... I'm not I, I believe, you know, I completely understand the definition of feminism. And in mm. that sense, I would say, yes, I am. Mm. But in the sense that most people understand feminism, mm. especially on social media, hey, man. Um, I think it's also that thing where, you know, feminism is great. Yes, yeah. it really does highlight the, the problems within within um, the society, society from, from a female perspective. Yeah. Um, but I think we also need to understand the definition very clearly mm. Um because I think a lot of the time when men hear feminism, men who are not educated about what it actually means, mm. they think, um, oh, okay, you just you, you want doors open for you and you yeah. want a chair pulled out for you. It's not <laughs> about that. Feminism is actually about equal rights. Mm. It's not just about women's rights. It's actually about equal rights for both men and women. And, and that is a clear and proper definition of feminism. However, we are so... Uh, you know, we just hear feminism and you think, ah, you must be a lesbian. There's also a male bashing aspect to it on social media. Mm. That, yeah, that, yeah. That, that leaves a bit And that's why a lot of men yeah. are so defensive about it, you know? Yeah. I know it's tough. Um, but I, this topic, conversation has been just a little heavy. <laughs> so, okay, let's, let's move into the. the <laughs> I want to get back to the, the, the PR. Yes. Okay. I also want to get back uh, yeah. So, I, 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 used to, I used to manage an artist, right? Okay. Um, so like I'm 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 quite knowledgeable on 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 the music business side of things, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not really very clued up on the PR okay. and the marketing um, side, sorry. right? So, what I wanted to know from you is, what's 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 the PR business model? How do you, how do you how do you reap revenue from it? Is it is it is it a, is it a prepaid service where I come to you, um, we we find out that there's something that you can do for me, yeah. we agree to get into a relationship, um, do I pay? Up for your front. services up front or are there certain key performance factors that we need to take into it account it just depends before? on the publicist or the PR company everyone yeah. has a different uh, revenue model in terms of how they charge um, for us you know we charge a monthly retainer um, and, and we make sure that whatever you're working on is out there it's publicized you're getting the exposure that you need for it um, that's where a manager comes in in terms of actually making money however manager and publicist work hand in hand mm-hmm. so the manager essentially how it's broken down is the manager is supposed to get you work yes, and the publicist is supposed to make you famous, mm. right? So in order for the manager to get you work, you need to be famous, mm. right? Okay. Okay, that's how it kind of works. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, um, or, or on paper, that's how it works. <laughs> okay. Let me yeah. say that. Yeah. Um, so from a, public, from a publicity side, what we do is we have different models. Um, so we give different options in terms of how to pay for these services. Um, we don't take clients on for more than six months. If you want to stay with us after the six months, we look at it and see, okay, you know, can we do anything more for you? Um, you know, are you doing anything more? Because it's pointless 
saying, okay, I want to renew my contract. But if you're not releasing any albums, you're not releasing any new singles, you're, you're not working, you're not working yeah. basically. What are we doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's only so much we can keep you in the paper for. Unless we look at different... I mean, if you're a multifaceted artist, if you're an artist, a presenter, you know, you have other uh, niches of your career, mm. that's, that's you know, we can look for ways and angles to publicize that. Um, and a lot of the time, you know, when... when um, say some of our artists are taking a little bit of a break in terms of you know being in the studio or whatever. We look okay. Um, we need to publicize the fact that they're making new music. They still need to go to events. We need to make sure that whatever else they're doing in that time is still publicized, just to create the hype. I mean, we uh, even an artist releasing an album. I mean, we usually start working six months before the album is released, so we create hype. You know, we put out teasers. Mm. Um, we get interviews. Um, and and then that's really how we work in terms of artists. Um, uh, it's the same thing kind of with corporates. You know, corporates who want to launch a new product or bring new products yeah. into the industry. We we look at okay, how do we do this at the most cost effective way for you? Because remember, marketing and PR are two different things. And the be- easiest way to explain this is marketing is buying a billboard. Mm-hmm. PR is paying the agency, and everything else is free. If you know what I mean. Uh, so you literally with marketing, you'll get a marketing company, but you still got to pay for the billboard, the design that goes up, you you know, everything mm-hmm. else. Whereas PR is a little bit more cost effective because it kind of comes as a one package bundle, mm. you know. Um, so it's easier that way. We look at, you know, we do look at you as, as you know, what can you afford in, in that sense? Okay, this is what you can afford. This is what we can give you. And mm. as time goes on and you make more money, we'll increase it. We'll do more. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But so you, how do you measure that, the benefit? So uh, do you uh, do you agree upfront as to okay this is what we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna say um, within a month um, you've appeared in so many no uh, we don't we or, don't limit it I mean if you're paying us a monthly retainer we don't say okay because you're paying us this we can get you five interviews yeah we get you as many as we can we we try and um you know publicize whatever you're working on and then do it on the correct platforms but we're also very picky about where you go because each artist is different yeah. and each media house is is, is you know, relevant for different things of that, what that artist is doing right now. Um, and the same thing for a product. You know, you there's no point having um, launching a, a new Oros package yeah. and you're going to, let's say, um, Sunday World, for yeah. instance. Yeah. Kids aren't there. Aren't they're there. not reading Sunday. They, they, they're opening the U and, and, and Drum Magazine mm-hmm. and they're looking at the kids section in there and they're doing, the, yeah. you know, yeah. the kids. So you have to look for relevant media in terms mm-hmm. of, of that. You okay. mentioned um, uh, when we started that you usually like to build with an artist. So you, you don't necessarily go for the high profile no. um, um, celeb or... or, or, or no. So, so with you, I, I, I would imagine that then if, if someone is basically starting out in the industry yeah. that they really don't really have much to so are, are you sort of good at scouting talent that we uh, do i yeah. mean i've only ever gone after one client yeah like i've actually said to them i'd really like to sign you yeah. everyone else has really come to us um and that's really been based on the work that we've done mm-hmm. um but from a, a big artist perspective they've always approached us it's, oh. it's never been us approaching them um just because it's not really our niche it's not really what we do yeah but when we do have a bigger artist that comes to us, it's it's usually, you know, they don't have a PR team or they did in the beginning. They don't have it now, but they're launching a new album or they're doing a new campaign yeah. or they're doing mm-hmm. something. Yeah. So it's it's really like, um, 
additional PR to what they've already done. Oh, so okay. it's 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 not as intensive. Yes. It's not as um. It's just as strategic, but it's not as intensive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I I would assume I would assume that uh an artist or a label whoever starting out uh doesn't really have a name wouldn't have. Like a lot of revenue, you know, to pay You'd you. You'd be surprised yeah. how people find money Seriously. when they really want you to do something <laughs> wow. for them. Because I mean, you're looking at all the, the the other expenses that you have to deal with, especially mm-hmm. if you're independent. Yeah. Yes. And you're basically paying for everything. Yeah. Oh, you know? okay. And then once you have this product, right, yes. and you've packed it and it's cool, now you need to put it out there. Yeah. yeah. But you've and exhausted... Mark- your funds. <laughs> yeah. Your funds yeah. and you need PR. <laughs> yeah. you, you'd be surprised. A lot of independent artists now are actually very aware of the fact that they need PR. Yeah. So, I mean, most independent artists, a lot of them are still working a nine-to-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so even through that, you still have to maneuver, you know, interviews and make sure that it's done, at, you know, yes, just yes. in terms of timings and yeah. whatever. Um, and I understand. I mean, I'm, I'm very much about making sure that, you know, the new artists get the credit that they do. But mm. at, at the end of the day, we still have bills to pay and oh, have staff to pay. <laughs> of course. So it's it's always about making sure that, you know, you can pay us too. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the time you find that these guys, they, they, yes, it's very exhaustive when it comes to funds in terms of funding yourself. Mm. But the clever ones, they're working a year before they even come to your door. Uh-huh. And they've saved, they've put away they've already got their material so yes. everything's sitting there waiting to be to go out yeah. now they just need to worry about your fee yeah. um, and that's a lot easier for them so I'm fine even I'm finding that a lot of upcoming artists are, are a lot more financial savvy than they used to be uh-huh. mm. I think because people are starting to understand the music industry a bit better just because of workshops that are out there um, people on, on social media that give advice mm. you know it's, it's becoming more transparent about what the music industry is and you'll find that a lot more companies um, record companies aren't even signing 360 deals anymore, anymore. because people know what 360 deals <laughs> are now. <laughs> so it's a lot harder to sign someone into a 360 deal yeah. now. Whereas before, no one knew what the hell a 360 deal was. What? They were putting their signature on there because they wanted to be You're famous. just happy to get a yeah. deal. <laughs> exactly. And, and people, in all honesty, people like Casper have really helped that. Mm. Um, you know, he same thing with him. I mean, he started, he was independent. He was doing exactly the same thing as every other, yeah. you know, come up artist was doing. He mm. was... You know, trying to work here so he could save money to do this and do the, and it worked for him. Yeah, it but it, it definitely worked for him, I think, because he had such a drive and passion to make damn sure it worked for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem is, especially here in this country, people are very, how can I say, or just over the world. I think social media has created this instant gratification thing with yeah. people, <laughs> where if it doesn't come now in the next three months, it's fine. I'm going to give definitely. up on my dreams, and definitely. they don't realize how hard it really. You know how long it takes for something to actually pop off. Yeah. Um, there's no such thing as an overnight success. There never has been. No one has ever gone to bed one night and woken up and been a superstar the next morning. It's It's been a consistent pattern of work. And that has been from Mariah Carey to Justin Bieber to Casper uh, to AKA to um, Nasty C. All of them, they have had to work. Even as young as Nasty C is, mm. he's been doing this yeah. for years. Mm. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing is a lot of people don't see the come up. Yes. They just see the success yeah, and then you imagine okay him. well if you're 19 <laughs> you must have only started this yesterday so you can only be doing this yeah, now yeah. so I think that's that's the thing that people are more aware of now um, so you, you mentioned that you these people come to you um, how, how do you pick and choose the, 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 the people that you work with and want to work with passion yeah purely passion I, I, it's not really about it's, 
you know, I'll be honest with you, the celebrity side of my company makes the least amount of money. Oh, but okay. it's the side I'm the most passionate about. Yeah, yeah. So I I am very passionate about the fact that, you know, um, we have so much amazing talent in South Africa mm. and, and we just don't push it out there. Mm. So it's it's... I've always wanted to be part of that. I've always wanted to make sure, it, and especially within the genre of hip hop, um, it was especially. I mean, I grew up. I mean, I was born here and I grew up in England and I came back and mm. and I was, you know, there's such a big hip hop culture in 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 the UK and Europe and the States. When I came back to live here after being gone for like what fourteen mm. or sixteen years, mm. I was very surprised at the lack of hip hop culture here. That was on the radio, on TV, yeah. on... I seen it in people. I seen it underground. Mm -hmm. But I didn't see it on an ad. I didn't see it commercially. I didn't see concerts that were happening that, that weren't local. And, it took a while. And yeah, yeah and that for me was something that was like, I need to be part of making sure that this happens because we have such amazing talent. And and that's how when we worked with AKA, it was very, uh, you know, there was a, the, a lot of our work... Um, bet between the team at the time was really making sure we pushed him into mainstream. Mm -hmm. And the minute he got that telecom ad, yeah. and he was on... The ATO one. Yeah, the ATO yeah, one. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah. hip-hop just blew up in corporate yeah. around that time. And it was just like, wow. And, and, and no matter what people say, he was a pioneer in doing that. Yeah. He was one of the first hip-hop artists at that time that was really going into corporate. Because remember, we had a huge gap from... Amu and, yeah. and all of them. Yeah. And Everyone then it was, just went yeah, quiet. Yeah, you know, yeah. and Kwaito took yeah. over. over. It was Definitely. just, everything was Kwaito and Zola and Bricks and yeah. all of them, they were blowing up. Yeah. And and hip hop just kind of was like, well, take your seat yeah. now. Yeah, it was you know, just bubbling yeah. under. It was bubbling. Because I mean, Double HP and all of them, I mean, they were doing really well, but they were doing well in certain yeah, areas. So, yes, yes. You know what I mean? It yeah, wasn't it yeah. wasn't mainstream yeah. as it should have been. Yeah. At one point Squatter Camp um, yes. was huge, but yes. I never saw them in ads. I never saw exactly. them. Exactly. You know, yeah. you know, they were the original hip hop pioneers yeah. that never got the recognition from corporates that they should have. Yes, yes. And had corporates realized at the time how big they would have been all those boys would have been far richer than they are now. Yeah, I mean definitely. they're doing well for themselves now, but they would have probably yeah, been definitely. even better. Yeah. And and it took then all of a sudden, Kwaito came in, and, and and you know, from a, from especially in South Africa, from a, a corporate point of view, you know, Kwaito wasn't going to be corporate. Mm. It was never going to. The person who got away with that the most was only be, it was Mendoza, but that was because of Danny K. Yeah, let's yeah. be honest. That's how he had you know, a crossover. He had hit. that crossover, yeah, and it, it, it was yeah. the help he got from yeah, that side. Yeah. So when when AKA went into the corporate side, you know, hip hop suddenly started getting the recognition it deserved yeah, here. And it's really stuck around. And and even though other genres have, have come in, you know, you, mm. you, you got you got quite so you got all these things that are in yeah. now. But hip hop is is standing and it's holding its own in a corporate space. Mm. Um so I'm very grateful to have been part of that and actually seen it happen. Um because I I really couldn't fathom why yeah. local hip hop just wasn't as big as it should have been. So, so moving um, from so from coming abroad, and you saw this sweet spot yeah. in SA, basically, yeah. like what is happening? Um, how 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 the hell did you convince these old suits at Telcom to to buy into hip hop? I, I, I think you know <laughs> at the time, you know. Um, when AK first came out, he again he was a bubbling under artist. Yeah. He was known underground. He was performing in clubs. He was doing the student concerts. He yeah. was doing stuff like that. So, you know, 
I think it was also a, a case of, and I won't just say it was the people in the time that really helped mm. that in the industry. I'll actually say the corporates got rid of the older people and got younger people. Ah, in. nice. And I think that made a huge difference to how they seen and related to the youth market. Mm. It mm. made a big difference. Mm. And also, at, you know, 10, 12 years ago, we started getting more people of color in those positions. Yes. So obviously, you know, they, they're bringing in a creativity from a different mindset, yes, which is yes, exactly yes. what we needed. And that really helped. And I won't just say in the hip-hop space, even in the dance space. I mean, look at Black Coffee. He's doing Amen. so well. Wow. I mean, yeah. even Zintle, she's doing so well. And I mean, mm. this is from a dance perspective. Mm. Um, the only thing that, I, that I, I have issues with in all of our, how can I say, in all of our our genres in South Africa is the yeah. fact that you think of a female DJ in hip hop, you think Cosmo, you think of a female DJ in house, you think Zintley, you think mm. of a male DJ in house, you think Black Coffee, you know, you think of a male DJ in, 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 in hip hop, you yeah. can, you, you know, you've got Speedster. Yeah. But there's so few that are highlighted still in this. Like you, you literally think of one, person, one person per genre yes. kind of yes. thing. Yes. And I think that's the only thing that we haven't yet gotten right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, why, why, why do you think that's that though? In, in your opinion? I just think it's people who have gotten good management teams and good PR teams mm -hmm. and they've really milked it and taken pure advantage of it. And as we are this nation that like doesn't like local stuff, people go out there, they get famous overseas, then suddenly we love them. <laughs> yeah. You so, you, so you don't think a part of it has to do with the size of our market? No. I... I Okay, I'm I'm going to do this and I'm probably going to be wrong, but I'm going to say this because I think this is what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have an office in Nigeria. And understandably, Nigeria has far more people than we do. Yes. But I just look at it from a comparison point of view. We are the problem. We don't support enough. Mm. And it's not anything to do with our size. Mm. If we were more supportive of our local artists, our local artists would not die broke. Okay. Their exposure would be better. They, If we supported as locals and actually Put, I mean, like this thing with Cloudy putting 90% on the radio. In all honesty, I agreed fully with yeah, him. With that. Um, I, I agreed with it in the sense that it was exactly what we needed. What I didn't agree with was what they did. They took 90% of the music they were already playing. Yeah. They didn't give new artists a chance. That, they one. didn't give them enough rotation on there. Mm. The, you know, it, it was basically the 90% of the artists that were already being played and they yeah. were just being replayed yeah. all the time. Yeah. So yeah. you'd hear the yeah. same songs the same continuously. So, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think that's where they fucked up. They, they didn't give new artists a chance. They didn't, they didn't come in and say, okay, we're going to give 90% local but we're going to have a two-hour segment where you're going to hear artists you've never heard of before yes, yes. um the nice thing about the 90 percent, there was a lot of local artists on there of songs that i'd never heard from them that i got to hear mm -hmm. i just didn't don't think they balanced that whole thing out yeah because totally. I'm, I'm struggling to understand what what went wrong with that with that change was it because we were too slow to embrace it mm-hmm mm. That, that I think that's also because part I thought of that was a really but good we, thing. No, we were, music. It wasn't that we were too slow to embrace it. They, it was great, and we embraced it. What we didn't embrace was hearing the same song six times a day. Yeah. So there wasn't there wasn't like a diversity. diversity. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was like I said. It was the 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 songs that were already playing. Mm. They were just being given ninety percent of the space with yeah. higher rotation, and no yeah. one was being given so a now, chance. It seems like there's 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 a there's a problem in in, in various points in the industry yeah. mm. because in this case now, who do we blame? The compilers? Yeah, well, Are we yeah, blaming? A, a bit. You know, because yeah, now we have to. We have to blame them because the compilers, yeah. Yeah. why aren't they giving a yeah. chance to? But then again, don't forget we have playlist committees that sit at these places. So we've, you've got a playlist committee at Metro. You've got a playlist committee at Five. You've got a playlist committee at Good Hope. 
um, East Coast Radio. Mm. Everyone has a playlist committee. We need to look at the people sitting on that playlist committee. Why are you not playing certain songs yeah. of newer artists? Why aren't we giving these kids a chance? Mm. Why aren't we letting allowing them to come into the industry? Why? Because from my experience in this industry, it is so fucking clicky. You know, mm. it's it. People stick to themselves. Nobody wants to give anybody else a chance. Yeah. The minute you make it, you keep your little making it to yourself, yeah. and you don't help anyone else. And that's our problem with this industry. Yeah, because I mean, we've been speaking about this for the longest of times. Yes. You know, yeah. so clearly, um, whoever's sitting on these playlist committees and the compilers, they hear you know the complaints that the people are having yeah. about yeah. them, and yeah. that, you know, you're not giving enough people a chance. You're always playing the same people over and over mm. again, mm. and there's a lot of talent. Uh, yeah. Very few of us get to hear it. Yeah. What, Guys, it's like Nigerian what's, what's music. Wrong? You know, how many times a day do you hear a Nigerian artist on, on the radio? And I love that because I think we should hear more African mm, music. Mm. But if I go to Nigeria, I'm not going to hear South African artists mm, on Nigerian mm, radio. Mm. Maybe Casper now and again, aka now and again. Yeah. But that's about it. That's about it. That's, there's nothing more. So yeah. where where are we as, as artists? Where are we going wrong? Why are we not pushing to African radio stations. Mm. We also, as South Africans, need to come out to this mentality of thinking that we are the America of Africa. There's an entire continent you can make money from. Yeah, definitely. Why are we sitting here and not pursuing that? The people who have pursued that have become very successful yeah. there because they've had nothing else. So mm. get in there while the chance is yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. De you know? De definitely. It, it's amazing what the Nigerian artists have done. Those yeah. guys yeah. are far I think what, ahead, I, what I've man. also seen is that people are like... Um, like if you look at like the people around you, let's mm. say maybe you're riding in a car mm. and you're about to play a new song, you know, people are people are always, or maybe at a bra, you know, yeah. you, we all playing the mainstream song that everybody knows. Yeah. Once you come in with something that nobody really knows, there's that bit of, you know, yeah. uneasiness <laughs> or whatnot, right? Yeah. So uh, I would imagine that the same might happen when you're playing, when you're broadcasting to, to an entire nation. Yeah. yeah. You, and, you don't want to break And that ball. little moment of uneasiness yeah. could be a, a cost of revenue maybe. A loss of revenue to yeah. to to a certain extent because what I also see is like even in the clubs mm. the DJs are not doing what DJs used to do, do. when DJs like, started the up. Scratching, yeah, because, like, the, everything. You know, and, and you know they were supposed to break tracks. Yeah, but now they're not breaking tracks yeah. anymore. They're we playing go what's into popular. the club and we hearing hits that are that have already yeah. Yeah. you know mm -hmm. yeah. gained traction and yeah. they're not introducing us to new music no. anymore. Yeah, because. You, you don't get DJs now or or music compilers going out and listening to what's popular yes. in the streets. Now it's our you know? job to go find new music. Yeah, yeah, as, yeah, as the yeah. consumers. But but you know what? This is where I come in and agree with what Ricky said at the metros. Um, you don't need radio to make it. Why? Because actually, if you look at it now, I think maybe not so much in the last five years, but maybe I'd say the last two years. Mm. Some of what what's what's going on radio is actually being dictated by the fans because mm. people are requesting it more they are realizing that okay you know you actually there's there's a song here and mm. it's doing really well and people know about it but we're not playing it why I'll give you a perfect example yesterday i don't know if you know a rapper called cardi b yes she's american yes right? yes uh, yesterday her um single bodak yellow got um playlisted on metro fm right and most people, 
If you've never watched Love mm. you yeah. don't know this girl. You don't girl. know who, who mm. Cardi is, yeah. But you know the song yeah. because she's been doing this and I mean I've been following her for the last two, two and a half years on social media. So she's been trying. I mean I've watched this girl perform at going from performing at strip clubs yeah. and doing little now she's got I mean I watched a video yesterday she, she was about to perform she didn't say a word on her own <laughs> single. The entire club rapped yeah. the whole song. She yeah. stood there with a wow. the mic and this girl still got paid clearly. <laughs> so you know she's built her audience in America but because of social media mm. And and because of how much it's been hyped, even Channel O put out a post today, yeah. you know, with her on it. So the fact that music is changing where we are starting to dictate mm. what people are listening to, that time is coming. Give it time. Yeah. That time is coming. What That's why I, I really, I am very proud of Ricky for saying what he said at the Metros because it's true. Mm. Radio will die out if they don't come, come yeah. on board because... The young, I mean, I'll give an example. My 12-year-old daughter, she loves music. So I love music. I play music. I can play music when I'm cooking. I put mm. music on when I'm showering. I play music all the time. Yeah. So my daughter has picked up this thing of our music. And yeah. I mean, for the f- yesterday, I was coming out and I heard her in the shower and I'm just hearing Drake playing mm. in the shower. Mm. So I'm like... She plays music to me and she's like, Mommy, have you heard this artist? Do you know this person? And a lot of the time I'll pick up stuff mm. from her and I'm mm. like, oh, it's not on radio. She's like, no, it's on YouTube. Have you seen this one's YouTube channel? And <laughs> wow. our kids are not listening to radio like they used yeah. to. Our kids are listening to YouTube. They're listening SoundCloud. to social media, yes. SoundCloud. Yeah. They are listening. They are watching what's out there in terms of what's coming. Artists don't have to worry that much about radio in the next mm. five years. You're going to see. It's going to be about making sure that now you attract someone's attention yeah, on yeah. social media. Give us five years, that's where we're going. And we will dictate yeah. who mm. is the most popular artist. Radio will no longer have that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a better position yeah. to be it's in. Going to, and yeah. you're going to see. Give us five years. Mm. Maybe even less because it's already been happening. I'm telling you, we are going to dictate more from a social media and an online perspective mm. rather than a radio perspective. Yeah, Charlemagne, I was um, Charlemagne once said that in, uh, on a podcast because um, you know the success of designer, mm. it it really surprised uh, and Chance as well, Chance the rapper, it really surprised like the the mainstream radio guys. Yeah, because they they didn't see. It was see, all online. Yeah, yeah. If all their stuff they didn't was see online. Chance they, 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 yeah. like, they were like internet sensations. <laughs> they yeah. were internet sensations, and yeah. internet sensations are going to keep happening. Yeah. And, and this is where things yeah. are going to change. And Charlemagne, Charlemagne now is like, listen to the kids, bruh. Like, if you really want to stay relevant mm. in the industry, yeah. you re- your ear really just needs to be in the streets and and listening to what the kids are saying. And now chances out here. You know, in with the Beyonce. White House with Beyonce, <laughs> and I, I, I remember watching Auntie Auntie Beyonce. <laughs> you know, yeah. I remember watching the first interview that Chance had on the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne had no idea who Chance is. Yeah, huh? and he, yeah, yeah, had no idea. And when he came in on the on the second, second time, time. he's like, "Wow, I had no idea who you were." Wow. I had no idea. And now he's like... Yeah, now he's, look at yeah, him now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, even, no, even when we consider a lot of music, I actually take that music home and play it to my daughter first. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, mm, no, mommy, not this. <laughs> no, this okay. Yeah, because the thing is, that's who I'm trying to sell to. Yeah. Those kids her age, it's their parents' money that we need. Mm-hmm. So I need to make sure that they can get hooked in order to make sure that they get money yeah. to buy what yeah. I need yeah. them to buy. That's how it works. And and that's exactly what everybody else does with my daughter mm. for me, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I take full advantage of the fact that I have this little focus group at home. <laughs> and, and you know, some of our artists that we found are really being from, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This can work. 
I mm. mean, she was singing Gusheshe before I knew who Casper was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That song was. Hey, man. Yeah, that song was huge. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that was. That was. And that I mean, that, and and how did she know him? Because it was a guy with a long ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. those little things plus yeah. being online. Yeah. They make all the difference. Because that song captured the kids. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and first it, just, it was it just and it just once blew. you had them. Yeah. yeah. You gone. Yeah. No, you killed it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would assume at first. African star that you you're not working with just um, uh, artists like music. No, uh, you work with bloggers or we what, don't what, what actually. Sort of... In terms of the media side, we yes. don't actually represent. And if you have a blog or anything like that, mm-hmm. we don't actually represent you because okay. we, you know um, it's it's very much. I'm 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 not sure if you read the statement we put out regarding base. Y- yes, okay. yes. So it's you very only much like take that. Ten. Yeah, and also we. Because we have so many different artists mm. and they're all on different stables, yes. we don't actually um, represent record labels. No, okay. um, it's just for for me, it's very unethical to have, you know, ten different people on, and eight of them are under different like re- all under different record labels, and mm. you've got this one two that's under this record label, and you're representing the record label. Mm, mm, mm. How is that fair on the other yeah, artists? No, so yeah. so we kind of have the same thing uh, with media. Okay. Um, we need all the media we can get. Yes. It would be very unfair to be representing a true love, and then Destiny wants to work with us mm. as well. You know, who are we going to be? Um, who are we going to give the most to yeah, in terms is. of because yeah. we still need destiny, but true love, yeah. you know, is a client, you know, so we can't really do that. Mm. So, um, but we do have, um, we're about to an, an, announce a comedian um, this week, nice. um, which has been great. We, you know, we've worked with a number of comedians, so it's been really great. I've really loved working with them. They're quite yeah. easy people to work <laughs> with. Um, but we do take actors, actresses. Oh, okay. um, it's not just in, the, um, just specifically more, we take artists in the genre of hip hop because the 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 lady who runs um the celeb department yes. she's also a hip hop fan oh okay and so am I I mean she loves house everything yeah, else but yeah. I I really think that in terms of who we take it needs to be somebody that burns a fire in your soul because mm. then you want to fight for them you want to make sure that you know this amazing music that you're yeah, hearing or yeah. this amazing talent that you're seeing um people know about yeah 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 because um obviously I did a little research and whatnot <laughs> and and when when I see um the people that you represent it's it's like it's like your company just represents the cool in SA um i know you work with tips yes. i know you work with sia yes it's just cool motherfuckers <laughs> you know what i'm saying and tips tips is not necessarily in music no. or i think he's uh, he he's a chef chef yeah he's, no, he's yeah. a chef yeah. yeah and 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 sia uh, sia is a motivational speaker i'm not really yes. quite sure what he does motivational yeah. and uh, styling yeah, just representing cool, like, yeah. just cool folks. Yeah. You know? I think what's interesting to notice is that, you know, when you get to a point where you get to um, pick and choose yes. who you yeah. represent, yeah. because I'd, I'd imagine that when you're first starting up and you're looking for business, mm. it really doesn't matter if you're representing a record label. <laughs> or, yeah, true. You know, you know, but like, in all honesty, with me, it's always been like that. And yeah. I always knew it was going to be um, something where it was going to be a choice between love and money. Mm, yes. Um, and I, I, for me, I know that I'm never going to get that money if I don't have the love. Mm. So it's pointless, you know, just taking someone on for the sake of money because I want my business to have credibility. I want to have ethics in my business. I want you to be there because you know that we love you, mm. not because we're trying to get your money. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. so looking at at um the the the, uh, the babe's press release because yeah. yes. she had just come on yes like yes yeah like a, then, yes, a month 
Yeah, and then yeah. now it's like, okay, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the thing is, they had approached us, just yes. as, as a statement says, you know, they had approached us originally mm. to take on West Inc. Um, and all the artists under there. Mm. One, it would have contravened the policy that we have because it would have taken us over the 10 artists because we never represent more than 10 more artists than 10. at a time. Mm. Mm. Um, so it would have taken us over the 10 artists, one. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's fair to take on more than 10 artists because you have to concentrate on everybody's career every day. Mm. And yeah. taking on more than 10, I mean, I commend anybody who's got more than 10 and actually deals with them themselves every yeah. day. Mm -hmm. um, that's a lot of work to do. And, mm. and and how much passion or how much time do you really give each person? Okay. Yeah. So so really, that, that's our stance, 10 people. So they had approached us originally. We had had that conversation um, and said, you know, we, we can't. Mm. We uh, I'd love to take babes on if you want us to take her on. But also, please understand, that was like a two, three-month conversation before we even took her on. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and it wasn't to say that we weren't passionate about it, but, you know, I'm, I'm also about making sure that, you know, it's the right person for the company mm. and we're the right person for them. Um, so, I, I, you know, I needed to make sure all those stuff was in place. Eventually we signed um, with the knowledge, them knowing full well we were never going to take West Inc. on. Mm. Um, and I do understand why, you know, you, we came to this agreement basically where it was like they, they were like, we want to be under one PR company. And I understood. Mm. Um, I couldn't help them. I was never going to stand in the way of anybody's career. I don't think that's fair. Mm. Um, I don't hold anybody into contracts. I also don't think that's fair. Um, because, you know, the worst thing is being held into a contract by someone you don't want to work with them mm. um, or they don't want to work with you. So um, even in terms of our contracts, our, our policies, they all set out to make sure that me and you are comfortable in this agreement. Mm -hmm. You're here because you want to be here and we're here because you want to be here. Unfortunately, we couldn't come to an agreement about it mm. um, and I wasn't going to change our company policies after almost 10 years yeah. um, to accommodate someone. But then I, I hear that and I hear... You know all this demand for African Star, and I hear Westing coming. You know, listen. You know, handle the whole yeah. label, and I'm thinking, okay, this is growth for African Star. So why don't you just expand, expand, increase personnel? Um, mm, you know, no. or or do you you know have... you wanted to keep it intimate, one on one with your artists? I think the thing is, you need to understand from an artist perspective. Yeah. You know, especially when you're starting out, every artist needs. A certain kind of personal attention mm. um, and yes there's there's a possibility of growth there but that's not the kind of growth I'm looking for no, okay. not when it will compromise any one of the people under our books uh -huh. if it's going to be a, um, a thing of I'm going to have to compromise the the, the company policies and the ethics and, and what African Star was built on mm. then I won't do it oh, okay. it's not worth it for me yeah. because this company was never built on money. It was always built on passion. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to compromise who we are yeah. to accommodate that. There's lots of other ways African Star has grown and mm. is still growing. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to change something now because I'm going to take on a Universal and a West Inc. and, a, yes, and, yeah. and Sony. Yeah. Yeah. And the, yes, uh, yes. It, okay. it, you know, like I said, you know, the, the, the celeb size is, is what this company started on. Mm. And, and to compromise that in any way, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Mm -hmm. I know, mm -hmm. like, I cannot, especially with artists like Solo that have been with us like four years, mm. you know, um, now I'm going to compromise everything we've done and put into his career yeah. so that I can make more money. Yeah. That, that wasn't what the company was built on. Mm -hmm. I, I'll go make my, more money on our corporate side. It's fine. Yeah. I'll make more money from my eventing side, but I'm going to make damn sure from a, from a, from a celeb side, that mm. the reason you've come to me is is for you for 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 us to help you live your dreams, yeah. and I'm gonna do that because that's what I promised you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I I, mean, I I get that. You know. Mm. Um, 
uh, and obviously it's not something that's supposed to happen overnight because once you do that then you you yes. you, yeah, you, com- yeah, yeah. you compromise but uh, but in the, in in the long run right if you were to look at it from a gradual pace point of view yeah. are you looking at establishing offices elsewhere um I mean, we have offices in Nigeria in Nigeria we've had it there since 2011 yeah. we don't do select PR there we only do corporate work corporate over there, there. Mm-hmm. and the reason i do that is because like i said i'm very passionate about select the celeb side of of this business and i i started that in this business and unless i'm going to spend the next two years and actually you know make sure that everything's running from a celeb point of view mm. that i can it's you, not going to work it's just not going to it's 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 not going to work for us so we are looking at opening other offices and and expanding into africa i'm not going to go anywhere else i do want to work on my continent i want to make sure that from a from a continental perspective that we are embracing and enhancing who africa is mm-hmm. as as a continent and exposing the continent to the rest of the world um i don't I don't feel I feel the markets in terms of PR are also very saturated mm. um in in Europe in in Australia mm. in in America and and you know um the one thing we always forget and I keep saying this and I've been saying this the last two weeks to people is we are the last developing economy in the mm. world why are we not taking advantage yeah. of it why are we not looking at it from that point of view everybody was like I want to go to America I want to do this and and and, and. develop here and we will be yes, like that yes. you know and and i want to take advantage of that yeah. i want to take advantage of the, of my continent and i want to live on this continent i don't yeah. want to leave <laughs> um so I, i i really want to make sure that my business yeah. is is developed here so i do understand a lot of people that have said to us that, you know even from the babes thing you know mm-hmm. this is growth or whatever if yeah. you take on i get that but i am not going to compromise mm-hmm. any of the people that have have Already, been with us yeah. or work in the company yeah. in order to just have a bigger bank mm. account mm. the bigger bank account will come but i'm going to do it in a way where you know i really am fulfilling the promises i've made to the, the clients the, that yeah. come to us yeah because hearing you say that as as if i was represented by you i, I would really feel well taken care of because because i, I kind of understand what you're saying because now if the company was bigger and i see you doing so much for this artist maybe because they have a bigger profile and i'll be thinking okay yeah, well, what about me and and the things you yeah. say that yeah. you're going to do for me cuz i kind of look at it from a cuz even from a like a management companies mm. or or athletes agent mm-hmm. firms yeah. you know they're so big yeah. and you have people that are allocated to certain yeah. yes. industries or lanes yes. or sports yes. for, if 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 i may call it yeah. that so you get to a point where you don't have to even focus on yeah. everybody anymore you have people taking care yeah. of the client i have a i have a very good story i was reading um about uh steph curry yeah before before the whole yeah. you know um so apparently he got uh propositioned by nike so like nike was so messed up they went to you know uh, proposition him for for a sneaker deal but they the 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 powerpoint presentation had um who's that um kd Kevin Durant. Oh so they God. didn't even they used the same they used the same it still had his name there, you know. <laughs> wow. So so when 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 he sat in that meeting he he realized that listen if I sign with Nike I'm just going to be another, another. person. I bet yeah. somebody got fired. And then yeah. and then uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I would fire someone <laughs> yeah. over that imagine Dude. sitting in a presentation about me and yeah. someone Yeah. And then you know everything was about KD there. His name was there, his pictures were there. And and he realized that listen 
at Nike, I'm not going to be taken care of. That was such an oversight. Yeah, and yeah. then Under Armour went all out for him. You know, they took him out to Vegas. They showed, you know, yeah. they, they and really... And that's the thing. And they showed him that, listen, when here you're, like you're going to be valued. Yeah, you're when, you, really, when you value your clients yeah. also, you know, they value you back. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's, you know, I can get 10 different people and, and have 20 different artists. But for me, I want to make sure that the formula I've used to make the artists that we have successful is continuously used. Mm. In South Africa, I don't think there's many people that can actually do that. Mm. I don't think there's there's very few people that are actually trained or have experience in celeb PR mm. and, and that don't just want to be groupies. Mm. <laughs> and and that, I mean, even, even the, the lady who runs our celeb department now, Justine, I mean, I didn't hire anyone to take over that department. And even when I did, I was still so hands-on. Mm. Um, and I mean, I didn't take anyone for, on for like maybe five years after we started the company and I wanted to make sure I was completely involved all the time. Mm. Um, she's very hands-on and all she does is handle our celebrities. Mm. You know, that's all she does. There's, n you know, there's no other part of, she'll jump in here or there, you know, yeah. to help. But she, that's all she does. She's, she calls these people all the time. She makes sure they're okay. She makes sure she's, they're at the interviews. She makes sure she, she, they're getting what they need. Mm. Uh, from a strat perspective, that's why I come in. I make sure that these things are being implemented. But she really handles these people on a day-to-day -day basis. And if you really want the best out of someone and you really want to make sure that their careers take off, yeah. You need to give them that personal attention. That I mean, when with Justine was there with Casper, so she mm. helped a lot on that. Mm. With AKA, I was by myself. I I really I was by myself. Yeah. I literally just started this company, um, and I think one of the reasons uh, Kinnan and I had such a good relationship was, you know, we we spent a lot of time together. We spent a lot of time together. We went out together. We talked. Mm. It was personal. Um, you know, we, we we had discussions about life. It wasn't just about me. And when you have that kind of relationship with your client, you can literally get an email interview today in today and they can ask, you know, I don't we don't even have to call our clients. They can say they can be what's your favorite food and we can say, um, where's your next what are you doing next? Yeah. We can say, we can literally do the interview for you. Mm. That's the kind of relationships we have with our clients. Now if you're having thirty people in your books, you can't have yeah. that kind of relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole point especially if you're an artist, is for us to allow you as much free time to be the artist that you are. So we can do that interview for you so that you don't have to come out of studio, mm -hmm. you know, so that you can be the best creative you can be. Mm -hmm. And that is the point of us taking only 10 artists. Mm -hmm. And I know we've, we've, we've had, you know, a lot of people have said to us, oh, but you're not growing, whatever, whatever. It's okay. If yeah. this artist can go on to become the world's biggest star, I've done my job. Yeah. And it's okay because they're going to grow the with what they came to us with, they're gonna grow with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, because I oh sorry, sorry. about that. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know a lot of players in in your field. Um, I I I knew about Farah before I knew about your company. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah. So I I don't know how 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 did your name become. That was my fault. Yeah. And that's something that I've taken the last two almost three years now to change. Yeah. Um. No one cared about African Star when I started this. Mm. No one cared. No one wanted to hear it. No one gave a shit. No one <laughs> yeah. really when wanted... When did it stop, by the way? 2008. Okay. Um, so no one really... No one wanted to hear it. Mm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to build my brand. And when people are secure with that brand, because 
they didn't know African Star, but people knew me from the industry because mm. I was a Stokinikos publicist. So I worked on movies like Yesterday and Tsotsi and, and those kind of nice. things. Okay. Um, so, you know, it was, I was, I was involved with all of that from the Oscar side and, you know, doing the PR and making sure, you wow. know, that's how I met Terry and, and all of them. And, wow. you know, that's how they nice. came into my life. Um, so I was involved with all of that. So I met a lot of people before I started this company. Mm. So a lot of people knew Farah Fortune. So when they came, they didn't want to, I don't care about your company. They're like, I, I want to make sure that it's you, you. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I had no one else in the company. It was just me. But they wanted to make sure it was me. And, and my mistake was building up a big enough brand with my own name that when I wasn't around, people didn't trust it would work. So I've spent the last three years mm -hmm. building African Star and make, to try and make people understand that if you think I can run this company, run our social media, handle all 10 clients, mm. plus our corporate clients, plus our social media department, you fucking insane. <laughs> so you must understand that there is, yeah. there is a yeah, machine behind it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. you know, so it's taken me a yeah. long time to kind of get people to change their perspective yes. and kind of hear African star. Yeah. Um, and even if you notice like interviews I do or when I, it's, it's, it's very much about yeah. the business, not me. Yeah. Um, and I've taken a long time to try and separate that. And it's only now that people are getting yeah, no, no, the no. message. African star yeah. now, it's loud. It's yeah. getting loud. Because even now when people contact me, even musicians, because I mean, people don't know about sending emails. They send me DMs. And, and literally I have a standard message and I'm not lying. I have a standard message that I reply with. Yeah. The person who runs this department is Justine Abrams. Here's her email address. Here's a number. Please give her a call. Mm, yeah. I don't care what you're yeah. sending me. I won't open the link. I won't do anything. Mm -hmm. I will send you there because that is the process. If your card doesn't come out of the ATM, do you phone Absa CEO? <laughs> no. no. So why <laughs> are we doing this? Yeah, Funny so you, you should say that. Yeah. Somebody was asking me, because I work for a bank. Yeah. <laughs> so a friend asking me, how much does it cost and what do you need to open up a business card? Oh, for sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If you have a problem with yeah. this, like, you come to me, yeah. like, you understand how big this damn bank is? Yeah. Exactly. Why would I know? That? You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. the thing. I think that's also what I've tried to do is like, mm -hmm. I understand that you're looking for, and I'm still going to work on it, but you are going to go through the processes yeah, of my company and you're going to go follow the proper channels. Proper, follow yeah. the proper channels to get what you need. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because if I don't provide that professionalism now, mm -hmm. You know, when anybody comes to us, especially corporates, I mean, they just think we are this Mickey Mouse company. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's taken me a long time to get to this point where people actually can take us seriously mm -hmm. and actually consider us as a company. And it's not, it's not far of fortune, it's African star. It's African I star. mean, the other day, was it yesterday, Yom Zanzi put out an article saying babes would do more parts with Fire Fortune's PR agency. I was so pissed. I was <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> really? The agency doesn't have a name? There's no name here for Fire <laughs> Fortune's agency? It really doesn't have a name? Yeah. But your statement says African Star. It doesn't say Fire Fortune's PR agency and babes oh, hardware. Man. It says yeah. African Star. Ish. So I was so pissed off. I yeah. was just like, from a journalism point of view, it's lazy. It's lazy. It's, it's lazy. It's really lazy. And the thing is, I love them. I love them. <laughs> I love reading about. Yeah. But to do something like that for me, it's like, when are people going to understand that I am not African star? Yeah. Yeah. So it, I don't blame them. Mm. It's my fault. I yeah. created it in that way. Yeah. But now I'm trying to undo the damage that yes, I've done. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I, but I think you're doing a good job. Yeah. Thank I, you. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> speaking speaking of 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 um. So having that that uniform reply when people contact yeah. you, I've seen you tweet about little pet peeves that you have about how people 
the language that they use. Or yeah. I, my, I think my pet peeve comes from people in emails. Firstly, if you send an email to anyone and that you, you don't know and you're like, <laughs> firstly, exactly, it's there, what's up? <laughs> Yo, homie. Yo. Um, girl. <laughs> like, we're not that I familiar. look at these emails and I just press delete now. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even good. complain. I don't yeah. even say anything. I mean, I get CVs yeah. with people. Nothing in the body of the email. <laughs> Fuck all. Not even a freaking hello. Just an email attached. Nothing in the subject line. You know, and the other day it actually got to me so much. I actually replied to someone and I said, What is the purpose of this? You sent me a CV yeah. with absolutely no. I said, I'm not even going to open the CV because I would never give you a job. Dude. I actually replied like that because yeah. I was so, I was just like, Enough. I was like, I'd never, company, I was like, You wouldn't do that. Wouldn't do that. So wouldn't do why that, would yeah. you think it's okay? Yeah, you because wouldn't. you interact with me on Twitter, yeah. I'm not your friend. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because yeah. <laughs> I remember when I, when, I, when I had to send you an email, I'm yeah. like, Okay, so okay how are you going to do How am I supposed to open I hope that you follow that procedure. And it's just like you would send anyone else an email. Just anyone. But just have some, I mean, if you want me to take you seriously, Please understand that the music business is not a Mickey Mouse thing. Yeah, no, it's not. So if you take yourself professionally, the music mm. industry will take you professionally. But if you're going to act like an idiot, I'm going to treat you like yeah, an no, idiot. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I think maybe people get lost in the whole... Because, you know, it's... it's, it's because you're it's so accessible. music industry, you yes. know, there's that, you know, popular culture... Yeah, yeah but they don't understand there's to it. so, so you, you much get lost to in it. That, you, yeah. yeah, and I think also... You're very because, right. Because, yeah, I am accessible. And, and, and I don't think I should be inaccessible. I, yeah. You know, I chose to be in this industry, so I mm. need to be accessible. Yeah, just a little bit. But... I also think you need to understand that when it comes to a level of professionalism, yeah, no, there is a level of professionalism. And and sending me an email with, you know, all that, you know, I'll I'll get WhatsApps on my phone. I don't use my phone for yeah. for, for for work. You know, if mm. if you WhatsApp me because we've organized this, I'll be like, cool, no problem. But now you're sending me links on my WhatsApp at half past ten at night. Ah uh, no, come on. And you're like, yo, girl. <laughs> come on. I'm 38 no, years girl. old. You're probably 12. Don't what come with yo, yo, girl. Uh, no, no, come you know? on. Come so on. things like that, I yeah. just block you. I because know, come on. like I always say to like, exactly the example I used to you, when your card gets stuck at the ATM, do you, do you email the CEO of the bank <laughs> and tell them your card is stuck? Or do you go to the person who's supposed to help you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not fussy about yeah um, that, that yeah no because sometimes you know you find like some people have never been exposed to corporate mm. i've written mm. corporate emails so i know how to yeah how to word sure. depending on who i'm sending it to you know but for some people's like he's never okay been but there. but there has to be a level of yeah. greeting yeah. hello you know or mm. you know you have to understand and, Dude, and even if you're not have been exposed but if you're gonna if you're gonna apply for a job it's known that you you know or if you're gonna go for an interview it's known that you have to be decent you, you have to I blame schools for this yeah. and this mm. is exactly the conversation I had with my daughter the other day I blame schools for this at school we learn about geometry we learn about how to dissect the frog's leg mm. you learn Okay, there's very few people in that class that are going to walk out of there and actually need that some point in their life. Yeah. We don't teach our kids life skills. We don't teach yeah, them about SARS. Skills, we yeah. don't teach them about how to do their taxes. We don't teach yeah. them about how to go for an interview. We don't teach them about how to write yeah. an email. Yeah. We don't teach them about savings. We don't teach them about being entrepreneurs. We don't teach them about getting a job. Yes. We don't. We go to school to get an education. We don't go to school to get a job. Mm. Mm. There's I a big difference. I wasn't taught that research. And that's exactly why with my daughter, you know, yeah. she has her little business now. Yeah. And, and you know, the other day we were sitting and we were doing budgets and, you know, costings and what she needs to buy and, you know, how to make it more cost effective and how she needs to work and, you know, setting up a workstation and things for her. 
And it's a lot. And it's a lot of things she didn't know. And she had her very first interview the other day. And they asked her, so what is the one thing you've learned from your mommy? And I'm, I'm, I said I was proud with that answer because she was like, I've learned how to save and not spend money on unnecessary things. Yeah, that was nice. my daughter's answer. And nice. I was like, I've, if nothing else, I've, I've at least taught her that in yeah. life. Because we weren't taught that at school. Yeah, man. We weren't. We weren't. We weren't. Yeah. They taught us how not to get pregnant yeah. as girls. They literally taught us how yeah. this is what you must, you must get married. You must yeah. get it. Go to school so you can, you can get, get a, a job. job. Yeah, not so you can that, get a life. Yeah, or 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 go to school or get an education to yes. to follow your passions. Like, it's 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 it it kind of it kind of I don't want to say hurt, but disappointed me a little bit that I had to discover a passion at thirty years old. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 because now everything everything that I do, you know, is is focused on. The passion that I have, yeah. but I think that I, has a lot to do yeah, with your level of exposure I, to yes, certain things. Yeah. I kind of feel like if if I, I guess also like uh, if if passions were more encouraged when I was a bit younger, I, yeah. I, I would have been more, you know, brave to pursue my passion mm. uh, because I I I, mm. I I I just you know. But black and families, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so we don't. Like, like yeah. how many? I mean, for me, growing up, I've I don't ever and I and I had this conversation with my brother the other day. I was like. I don't ever remember mommy them saying to us, like, we can be entrepreneurs. He's like, what? You had to go get a job. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you had an education, go get a you know, job. Yeah. That no. was it. And, and my yeah. family, because we, like, there's three of us, you know, mm. and academics have always been, like, the, the, the focus point. Yeah, yeah. The focal you need point, to do yeah. well at school, you know. Mm. You know, my brother, he did his high school. He went to varsity. Mm. You know, he did what he did. Yeah. Didn't do so well. He had to go and work back that money. You know, yeah. and then yeah. I went there. I knew that I only had one shot, yeah. <laughs> so I had I'm to do this. And it, you know, <laughs> and then yeah. my little brother came along, and he mm. was in high school, and he wasn't doing so well at at, at school, ac- academics. You know, yeah. but he because he, he drew most of the time. Yeah. He was always drawing. You know, he was creative. So my mom was like, you know what? Let me just take him to National School of the Arts, and yeah. you know, but we never would have gotten <laughs> that oh, chance. Hell you know. No. <laughs> And, yeah. and now, like, he was allowed to pursue animation. Your mom's thinking evolved, I guess. Yeah. 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 But she, it's because our parents, I mean, I look at my my youngest brother and, and I look at how he was brought up compared to us. I mean, my youngest brother's 25 mm. and my eldest sister, the oldest of us, I mean, we have six kids. Mm. So the eldest of us is 44. Mm. So there's huge gaps between us all. Yeah. And there's six of us, three boys, three girls. Um, but my parents, you know, they were very much about that. Very much about you go get an education, you get a job. But in terms of, of the sex mm. thing, in terms of being a girl or a boy, yeah. they were very liberal about that because my dad taught the girls how to change a tire, how to change oil, okay. you know, check, you know, all the things that boys learn. Mm. Um, my dad was very pedantic about making sure all the girls knew that too. The boys in the family were taught how to sew, how to cook, nice. how to do all those. Because my yeah. mom was very adamant that they were going to be able to take care of themselves if mm. they decided to never get married yeah. kind of thing. So... In that sense, we we there was no boys did this and girls did Good, that. that. You, you everybody did everything. Yeah. But when it came to a job or anything, we were it, they were also very unanimous in that. You go and you get an education and and mm. you know you get a job and mm. and you you get a job, not a life kind of thing. Yeah. Um. And and that's very especially in colored communities. Mm. You know, it was like a running joke when we were young. Yeah, we grow up and go work in a bank. You know, yes. that was like you know that was what was. Mm. 
you know, it, even though it was a running joke, it was very much a reality for yeah. many of us yeah. Yeah. because there were no other options, especially at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think just from that, you 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 have to give your parents credit if they if they especially at this point yeah. if they've changed their minds yeah, they, or they're more mindset. open to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's why I very much encourage my daughter. You know, as as much as as she goes to school, if she decides ah uh, she doesn't want to be an academic or she doesn't want to study. Yeah. You know, at least she's got some entrepreneurial skin, skills to make yeah. sure she's okay. Oof, but the the courage to pursue, you know, um, your passion and, 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 and the courage that you had to, to quit your job, to to pursue African Star, um, where did you get that? Because I'm I'm, I'm afraid to quit my 9 to 5. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have a passion, but... It, it I, takes yeah. a lot of guts. It yeah. does. Hey, I, I, I think it... It's not necessarily that it takes a lot of guts. I think we're more scared of how we're going to survive. Yes. Um, I think at the time, I was just surviving, so it made no difference. Mm-hmm. It was I was kind of at a point where I was like earning 12,000 rand a month, and I had a daughter and a car to pay for, and I had to pay rent, mm. and there was so much. And I was just like, I'm... I need to be at a point in my life where I can write my own paycheck. Mm. So if I don't get paid, it's my yeah, fault. Yeah. Um, now I, I, it's my fault that I'm sitting in this damn job and I'm getting paid 12,000 rand a month <laughs> yeah. and I'm billing so much to clients. Yeah. So I just, I got over it. I was just like, if I don't do that, I'm 29 years old. Mm. If I don't do this now, never gonna do I'm it. never going to do it. And I kind of just felt like if, if, if it failed, yeah. I kind of felt like I was still young enough to go and do to something else. Yeah. But I was always on that mission of making sure it didn't fail. Yeah, yeah. Even at my brokest, I, yeah. w- I had never considered going to get a job. Mm. You bet on yourself, man. And you, you have to. You have to. What you just said now that, that you know, if you fail, you know, you still have enough yeah. time. Because we, we, there's a misconception that life is short. Yeah. yeah. Life is hell long so sometimes, man. I mean, even now, I'm 38. <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's, no saying that I'm going to have African stuff for the rest of my life. Mm. I have other dreams too. Hey? Yeah, yeah. This was just one of them. Um, and and I'd like to go and do other things. There's still other things that I'd like to do. Um, you know, KFC, you know, it was started when the dude was 65, he mm. decided to start KFC. Mm. You know, um, Vera Wang only became a wedding dress designer. I think she was 44. So... Mm. There's so many, you know, you can start at any time. And I think that you're very right about that. Yeah. The misconception about starting something when you're young or it's great. Yeah. But um, you can do it any time. Yeah, I know. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so you want to go through the rest of yeah, the man. other topics just yeah. to wind it down? Yeah, just to wind it yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe let's talk about Casper and Sorok quickly. And uh, he was in Ibiza. Mm-hmm. Man, that, that that clip with him doing the money song. Yeah, like, How do you yeah. feel about that, man? I was so proud when I saw that. made me real so proud. proud. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. I'm proud. I was very jealous of him for being on holiday. I was yeah. like, I need a holiday. Like, um, but I'm really, I'm proud of him as a South African artist that has really struggled. Yeah, the glow up has been immense. And man. he's been just like, you know, yeah. it's been, wow, he's done so well yeah, for himself. Yeah, no, the glow up is amazing. Yeah, yeah no, he, yeah. He, <laughs> he had a glow up. That yeah, the glow up is amazing. That, that was a good outfit era, that he was wearing. Is that his clothing line? I, he, he does have, he does have like, a lot of suits and everything. Well, Dude, yeah, man. Like, he had this, it's like Mickey Mouse, yeah. like imprints. Yeah. That oh, outfit I didn't, that he was I wearing on that, that. that black, yeah. Yes, the black and white one. Yes. Dude. Oh, man. Oh. I don't Listen, know if it's even if you look at the the quality of videos that he has, if you look at Tito, his skin is amazing. Like I'm, he I'm looking at things really like well. he dresses really Money well. Money can do shit it, for you, dude. My, my word, <laughs> like, that's okay. 
Casper has glowed up, man. Yeah. Yeah. The beard is out there shining. I'm like, yo, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know the thing is, I, I I'm proud of him purely for the fact that he has always stuck to his dream, even yeah. when I met him. Yeah. Um, I, he always like we would sit and have conversation about us by ourselves, and he would just be on some. I'm going to do this far. This is where I'm going. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. And I was like, I really so hope the passion you do. Was there. And just watching it absolutely all yeah. unfold. It's crazy. It's just amazing. Yeah, I, know, it's I crazy. mean, even with 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 AKA. Yeah. Same conversation. Yeah, no, same. Yeah. Same kind of yeah. thing. It's just yeah. you know, like I need. I mean, I I I told the story that and I did a talk and I was like, you guys don't understand the kind of commitment. You know, you give these artists so much shit, but you don't understand the commitment that these people have put in, yeah. and and you really don't appreciate it until you're there. Mm. Um, I remember we booked, aka for um, uh, a gig in Botswana. Mm. This man was suffering. When I tell you, he was so sick he could barely lift his head off the the pillow. Like yeah. he was, he he could barely talk, and I cancelled the gig, and. The promoters were pissed, but I mean, I wasn't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't honestly justify sending someone this in yes, this situation sick, yeah. to perform. And they were going on, and mm. they were really, really going on. But this time, I'd already cancelled the DJ. Yeah. So now I can't get hold of the DJ, and Kenneth's saying, "Fuck it, far I'm gonna go." I'm like, "You missed your flight already. We can't book another flight. The prom- you missed the promoter's flight." Yeah. He got in his car. He drove to Botswana. Wow. He performed. And he came home. He took a CD backing track with him. He drove by himself. Wow. He went. He and performed. that's not the image that you get. Yeah, no, no, that's not what you and that's not. And you know, that's the thing. And that's why sometimes I get really pissed off at people. And I don't say anything because you know what? It's not my place. Mm. But what I, what people do need to understand, the level of commitment these artists put yeah. in, um, you don't see that. And, and you don't see the times when Casper's done it, when he's, you know, like... He's needed to get everybody everywhere. And, and before, like, the money, and there was mm. one van, and, you know, they had to find petrol money. And they would hustle. But Jeez. they would make damn sure, sure that they was, got yeah. there. And, and they were performing to the best of their ability. And even if it was a case of you sharing quota chips, yeah. you're <laughs> yeah, all eating you together. Work, man. You, you know, I've work. seen Solo do the same thing. Mm. Have gigs in Eastern Cape and they need to, you know, this is coming up and they need to get there and they can't afford to get there. Oof. You know, and, and it's, it's a really big gig. Yeah. But, you know, like, yeah. there's so many aspects to what happens. And they make it. And this is the thing. You need to give these artists credit because you don't see these yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, see yeah, and you, you, you think that they see. are these prima donna drama queens arrogant or whatever but yes, no, but no but these I, people I, have paid their dues they're actually me. you know yeah. like and, and for me I was very proud of Ken for actually doing that when he actually went to Botswana because the promoter called me and he was like I I'm I'm actually feel bad that he came in the state, but I'm very grateful because yeah. we could. I mean, there was three thousand people waiting for him. Yeah. As he was like, I'm so grateful he came, and he came home. I sent him to bed. I didn't speak to him for two days. That was a Saturday. I didn't see him Sunday, Monday, and I let him rest because mm. I was like, dude, it's okay. We'll handle everything else. You can't die on yeah, anybody. There's sure. too many people that rely yeah, on you. Yeah. Um, and you need to understand that. I mean, you see him now. He's got. Um, He's built his own company, you know, in terms of management company now. He employs his mom, his brother, his friend. These are people that came up with him. So a lot of people, you know, they don't see that. And we need to give our artists a little bit more credit Mm, for what mm, they go mm. through. Uh, Do we feel that uh, Casper and Sorak, uh, it's a a good, it's a good, 
it, it makes sense. It's a good fit. I think for me it does. Yeah, I think it's it a good It makes sense for me. Mm. Um How do you advise I think the only thing I would have done was yeah. waited waited a little bit longer. Mm. After all the other brand ambassadors. Yes. Okay. I would have waited maybe a little bit to have all of that done and then go with Yeah, Casper. because I remember when uh Deban and all of yeah. those people uh, yeah, because after after Casper got his, I was wondering is he part of that clique and that no, collective. Cuz cuz remember also Sorak Nigeria run their own campaigns oh, and Sorak okay. South Africa run their own campaigns. So it's all different ter- remember oh. these alcohol brands all that have their own different territories. Yes, yes, yes. Um and and you know obviously everything runs through Diddy because yeah. he owns you know a portion mm. of Sorak, um, so it's it's also how the brand ambassadors work out, mm. and you know Debanj he works really well, yeah. and and so does Banky, you yeah. know they work really well for Sorak, yeah. um, and here I think the the course had it had run its course with the ambassadors that they had oh that they had yeah uh, so I think. It should have just been left a little bit longer. Yeah, just to die down. Just to just die down and, and okay. you know, yeah. neutralize and then, and then jump into another coming. one. Although as a fit, he's a perfect fit for yeah, so Sorok. He really embodies what Sorok is about. Mm. And their company ethos and, and, and exactly who they are, yeah. um, he's he's very much so. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so what sort of advice did, do, do you give uh, artists? Um, are, are you guys more discerning about which brands you connect yes. I'm all about making sure that it's a natural fit. fit yeah. I try and make my job um, the least tricky as possible. Mm. So I'm never going to have um, an artist on my, say for instance, Sia. Mm. I'm never going to go and have a collaboration with, say for instance, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. What does McDonald's have to do with fashion, really? No, no. Unless there's an aspect of dressing a burger or something, or they're <laughs> yeah, doing a fashion no, aspect. It, it, yeah, it, doesn't it doesn't make connect. sense. It yes, the money might be amazing, yeah. but it doesn't make sense. So it for us, fit. it's really about relevancy because we have to make sure that the the natural image of the person carries on with other brands. Yeah, mm, mm. So even if that relationship comes to an end, it's a natural it's progression, progression into whoever into else they go uh, into. Uh, yeah. um, so we're very, very picky about yeah, the brands yeah. that our clients go with. Because yeah. it needs to be believable, man. Yeah. I, I, I need to believe that you drink rock. Because imagine from a PR <laughs> perspective, now you go and you get somebody on the brand and they have absolutely no fucking, it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. And now from a PR perspective, now you're sitting and now you now have to justify your client on there when really you should be dealing with congratulatory messages yeah. <laughs> and now people are tweeting, what the fuck? This don't make sense. Like, we didn't even see him with that in his hand yeah. or he doesn't even eat that on a normal day, daily basis. So <laughs> so why would you you do that? Yeah. So I think just from a natural perspective, we're very picky of the brands okay. that our clients are with. So you, well, just just to um, check back a bit on the, on the whole um, PR thing. Mm-hmm. You said that if one of your artists to get involved in a situation like maybe R. Kelly or yeah. Chris Brown did, you would walk away, right? Mm. So now, um, let's talk about a different angle. Say Asha with the whole herpes. Oh, man. Say, People get herpes. <laughs> they fuck without condoms. He was, he was hey. a stupid so that wouldn't idiot. Be, nah. That, that wouldn't be something do you know what I would have done, though? Yeah? I yeah. would have made him come out and say, yes, I did do this. Yeah. Go and find a herpes foundation. Make him the face there. Help other people who have got yes. this problem come out. Try and look for a solution. Work it in the best angle. <laughs> I don't know. Work it in the best so angle. So I gotta come fun. out and say, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah, thing yeah, is, yeah, all okay. you have to come out and say is, you know what? 
I was stupid. I didn't use a condom. Yeah. Don't be stupid I was like young me. And use a condom. I was young and reckless. Yeah. I can't, you know, now yeah. I'm living with the consequences of it. Yes. This is how it's affecting my yeah. body. This yeah. is how it's affecting my life. I'm not ashamed that I have it. I shouldn't have got it. I'm not ashamed that I, but I want to help other people yeah. make sure that they avoid it. Exactly. Spin that shit. He yeah, didn't kill nobody. Because he's, he's facing another lawsuit now. Yeah. Ah, he's got money, he must pay. Like, hey, you don't want to no, wear a condom. He's, he's it's quiet. like having, yeah. He's, he's so quiet. Because his Beyonce must have been there going, fuck, I'm in the And he can't say anything. Yeah. If he's being hit with another lawsuit, he definitely can't say anything. Oof. Although, me, I would have sued that freaking girl. Yeah. Because she was supposed to keep her mouth shut as part of that $1 million. Yeah, lawsuit, yeah, right? Yeah, she, she was so, supposed to and then out. she went, I would have, me, I will sue you for my money back because you spoke. <laughs> yeah, I know. So sure. I would have made damn sure, sure that happened too. But maybe, I maybe think that is happening. Yeah. You never know. But the thing yeah. is, you it's it's the same thing with the Reggie Bush case. Remember, he was fucking around on his wife, he yeah. got a girl pregnant, he paid her $3 million to keep Shut quiet. Up. To have an abortion and keep quiet. What did she do? She kept the baby and the little seller story. So it's like, you know, that's the thing. You also have to make sure that when you give these people money, you sign a confidentiality clause. He may not have done that. He may just have given them the money. But it's it's a very different situation with Usher and and, Mm. and, um, R. Kelly. You know, he, although with Usher, he, if he knowingly went and had sex with someone knowing he had herpes, yeah, yeah, that's definitely. quite a bad thing. Mm. You know, like, mm. that's like going to sleep with someone knowing you have HIV or yeah, AIDS. You know, you're infecting yeah. someone. And I think from that point of view, you really have to, mm. you know, I'd have to consider it and really take it into consideration. Because if you're going out there actually actively infecting people, yeah, no, that, that's for me, that's, that's you've that's actually harmed else. someone. Um, but if he really didn't know, yeah. yeah, I'd spin that thing. You'd yeah, Mo, be, you spin it. You know, yeah, you'd yeah, be, no, you definitely face would be on Edith's freaking condom no, 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 you spin it. Because <laughs> at least now, at least now we know that Ash is fucking. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> because that's Usher's his brand. Fuck it. <laughs> we all... Usher's like, Usher's like the... Oh, God. Like the, the, the new... Today's Usher yeah. Right, yeah. is Trey is Song. Yeah. yeah. That's yes. what like... Yes, yes. Because them niggas... And he must watch here. himself. He's going to end up with babies <laughs> yeah. and herpes. They're out yeah, here owning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. the thing about Trey Songs and, and Usher at the time is that they had... They, they were Teflon. Like, you wouldn't hear, you know... Because we didn't really have social, social media, media like we yeah. have yeah. now, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. Before it was, if you wanted to see Usher, you had to buy the latest Seventeen magazine or this yeah. magazine yes, yeah. or that. Yeah. And your, yeah. your idol yeah. would be in there. And that's the only way you've seen him. Yeah. That's how they got to keep quiet. Uh-huh. Now, yeah. now, yeah. now, now, now you go, you walk in the street, <laughs> yeah. you fuck around, someone yeah. takes their camera phone, takes a picture. <laughs> Everybody knows about it. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing as well. You know, with Usher, I think with him um, you know as as I also look at it from the other side you are fucking a superstar that fucks everything that moves mm. how are you not insisting he's wearing a condom <laughs> exactly as a woman also you also need to take that yeah, responsibility no, no, yeah. you have to. and 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 you ca- cannot lay the entire blame on him on Asher, and don't get no. me wrong I'm not Asher's biggest fan or anything like mm. that I just think for as just as a woman thinking of myself if I'm going to sleep with someone mm. you know regardless of, of of my relationship with you and how I know you whatever Unless I've gone to take a, a STD test with you yeah. and an HIV test and a this and then there's still no guarantee I'm the only person you fucking. <laughs> so I still am going to insist that you wear condoms. Yeah. In this day and age, you cannot take that. Mm. It doesn't matter yeah, no, that he's Usher. Usher doesn't mean that you're not going to catch anything. <laughs> yeah. You can still catch shit. <laughs> so you still have and to be aware of it. And that doesn't happen often. No, yeah. You know? But, no, that's a whole The, the thing is, they, they were trying to catch something else. They were trying, trying to catch, catch a baby. You know, yeah. but they caught herpes. <laughs> so, you know? yeah. yeah, they caught something else. <laughs> but <laughs> this is my thing. So I, I think from, from, from your original question, for me, um, 
it's one thing, you know, dealing with women sitting in a cult and being abused. Mm. Um, it's, and it's another thing not knowing you have herpes yeah. and infecting someone. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have to, you know, for me, I would have spent, like I said to you, by the end of the year, we'd have condoms with his face has, on it. He'd yeah, have his own yeah, condom yeah, brand and he'd be promoting that. I would work that situation <laughs> that to make sure that even if he couldn't get his yeah. one mil back, he'd make that one mil now. Yeah. Um, but it's again, it's about making sure it's the right kind of things that okay. you're covering. Mm. Yeah. How do we feel about uh, Kevin Hart cheating on his? He didn't wife? cheat though. He didn't cheat. Yeah. I mean, he's no. Cheating, dude. Like I don't see anything. Where did yeah. you see? Listen, there were pictures of him in a car with a female. So, so I sit with niggas in a car. <sighs> Come on, but like the proximity I'm seems cheating. a bit weird. I'm uh. sitting with you two in the room. Does that mean uh. I'm cheating? Okay, so there's doubt on the fact that he was cheating. This is how you end up leaving your partner because of some rumors that came out. Yes. Do you know even, what? Yeah, I watched no. the video. So we don't believe each other. No, I, I'm not saying that. All yeah. I'm saying is, I'm speaking from a public yes. perspective. Me, I would have denied <laughs> the whole shit. But if you look at the video, and I've watched the whole yeah. video, for me, hmm. there's only two points in that entire video that you can question. Yeah. One, um, he's, it's five o'clock in the morning. Yes. He's sitting outside his hotel room with another girl in yes. the car. However, let's not forget there was another man in the car too. Okay. Okay, so let's not forget okay, that. Okay, okay. Second, there is a point in the video where she kind of looks like she kisses him on the cheek. Mm. Mm. Do you consider that cheating? Does his wife consider that cheating? Mm. You know? And that's the thing. Ultimately, he does... There's so many... As a publicist, yeah. there's so many angles you can work yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. But also the fact that, you know, they've got... There's videos of them on the Instagram that he's busy dancing with his wife. They she don't look like she's mad. Yeah, no, she. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, if she's not mad, like why would we yeah, 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 like, partner sitting at home. I mean, if I saw my girl in the backseat of a car, yes, kissing something. But, but you're a cheek. guy. <laughs> you're no, a guy. Guys' egos yeah, have yeah, a lot. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, but I'm I'm calling her. I'm baby. pretty sure even a girl would would think that yeah. as well. I mean, it it so, looks so a bit too cozy. No, it does look very cozy, but you know, hotel room. I mean. But you see, they weren't in the hotel room. They were sitting outside. Outside, yeah. In mm. the but car. I don't know where we y'all before. Okay, after. but you, you, true, you, true. you obviously calling your partner and asking the question. Yeah, so I'm asking yeah, the I'm question. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna. But I'm not gonna I, I also don't believe that we should be getting mad for somebody who's not even mad at him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not. It's yeah. not our. Yeah. And and you know you you know at the end of the day you know let's let also look at the facts. Mm. If she wanted to leave, she would have left. Yeah. She is his wife. She is the only person that can make that decision about yes, him. Yes. We can sit here and say, ah, you shouldn't have done this and this and this. And, you know, one or two things do look not mm, so okay. Mm. But, I mean, let's be honest, how much pussy does this man really get? I mean, can you imagine as short as he is? Yeah. I'm sure that it's thrown in his face yeah, every day. Shit. He must do. He's money. This is just the first time that someone yeah. has taken note of it. Yeah. So, unless there's another case, unless yeah. someone can come out and say they actually had sex mm. and there was more than just this video, then, yeah, yeah. you know. That one for me is a tough life. And... But it, it, you can get around it, though. For me, as a publicist, that's, that's really... Yeah, you an definitely easy get a story to mm. get to, away to, from. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not hard. No, I know. Okay. No, 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 definitely. Um, you want to wind it down? Um, or? to to where? Um, because I got a I got a couple of okay. Uh, quick one. Mm -hmm. So you speaking of cozy and you not um you can't wait for the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, winter's here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Game of Thrones. 
Are you a fan? I, oh yes, I watched the second episode last night. I was so excited. Okay. I actually had to. I was watching. I, you know, I don't really get peace in my house. Yes. You know, I have a twelve-year-old. But at the moment, my brother's up in Joburg. He's, he lives in uh. Cape Town, but he's up in Joburg doing a project for the next six months. So he's staying with me. So he comes home last night and he's like, "I'm halfway through Game of Thrones," and he's like. You're so fucking rude. How the hell do you watch Game of Thrones without me? You could have just waited. He made me re- I had to watch the first part again. Oh, I was man. like, oh, oh my God, yeah, you're so dramatic. Are you a fan? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. Okay. I, I, I saw yesterday's episode. Yeah. Um, uh, season 7 is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, we, we're on 7, right? Yeah, we're yeah. on yeah. 7. Yes, it, absolutely. I, I hate how it starts off so slow, though. Yes. And I have to wait a whole mm. week to yeah. get the Do you know, next, that's you know, the thing. The when I watch series, like <laughs> I like to watch like, like for instance now, yeah. don't judge me, but I've never watched Power. So I've just, I've started the first season uh-huh. and I'm watching. Okay. Now, I've tried to watch it before. Mm. I never got into the first episode. Yeah, I'm not it didn't, fan, it didn't yeah. catch me. Mm. And uh, so I thought, okay, I'm going to give it another try. So I watched the first episode again. It still didn't catch me, but I gave it. By the third episode, I was like, okay, I can watch this. Mm. It's actually quite interesting. <laughs> so now I'm, 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 I'm in there. I'm trying to catch up with everyone that's on season uh, four sure. right now. So, you know, it's that thing. But with Game of Thrones... I just, you know, can't they just like release all ones? Yeah, like Netflix, finish. you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I used to be able to wait. Yeah. You know, I don't have that kind of patience hours, anymore. Now, yeah, no, no, no. no I, I have to wait a whole yeah. year <laughs> for the next season. Man, so, no, so, yeah, I can't hard. do it. So what, what sort of other things are, you know, besides work that, that you, you like? Um, do you know, yourself, like, what I'll are be, you interested in? I'll be in? honest with you. I love being, I love spending time by myself. Mm-hmm. I, I'm surrounded by people constantly. I'm constantly talking. I have to be on social media for my job. And so when I get time by myself in my house, mm-hmm. I'm that person that will look at your phone call and you're like, okay, shut up. <laughs> and I'll put yeah. like, I won't even answer. Yeah. Um, I don't get a lot of that time. So mm-hmm. I really, so really enjoy time by myself. Yeah. And, and, you know, people don't get that, but I can, I literally can walk in my house on a Friday mm. And close myself off from the world till Sunday, and I'll be okay with it. Like I don't have to go out, yeah. I don't have to do anything. There's food in my house, yeah, I'm yeah, good. Hey? Yeah. Um, but in terms of things, I, I I love I love shoe shopping. I love shoes. Yes. I'm obsessed with shoes. So what influences your style? Because you obviously have an eclectic style from what I'm. Um, my style is the most the thing I'm the most comfortable in. The <laughs> thing that's gonna man, I'm able to maneuver yes, with the yes. best and that kind of thing. It's yeah. not something I'm I'm really I don't have that kind of style where people get up yeah. you know at night and they plan their outfits the next day. I honestly don't have that kind of time. You don't think too much about it, and I don't think too much about yeah, it. You okay. know, it's 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 not a huge aspect of my life. Okay. Um, what's in my cupboard? I wear. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I I absolutely am in love with shoes. Yeah. I have an entire room that's just shoes. Uh-huh. Um, so. It's you don't have a, like a stylist or no, I don't have those. People offer me a lot of stuff in terms of can we dress you and things like yes, that. And yes. I, I turn down a lot of people because I just I like to be the most natural I can. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I also feel like you know I don't feel like I'm a celebrity, so I don't feel like I need to have those kind of things in my yeah. life. Oh, you okay, know? Cool. And I'm and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Whatever I wear, I, I wear, and I'm I'm okay. I love to travel. Mm. Um, I made a big point of traveling. Only in Africa for work um, and holiday in 2016. So that was my mission for 2016. And I seen so many places I have never imagined even existed. In December, my daughter didn't want to go on holiday with me. She wanted to go to my parents. So Mm. she went off to Cape Town. And I kind of, I said to my PA, find me countries in Africa I don't need a visa for. 
And she came back <laughs> with a list of things. Yeah. I was like, I've never been to Tanzania. I've been to Zanzibar, yeah. but I've never been. So two days before, I booked a flight, booked a hotel, never been there. Jumped on the plane, went mm. there. It was the most amazing experience. Met somebody through a friend of a friend. Yeah. Um, ended up going with this person, spending Christmas with them in the mountains wow, with their family. Um, drove 12 hours across Tanzania, got to see the villages. Like, I'm yeah, that person. Yeah. So I really, really enjoyed it. So you really it. got immersed in it. And yeah. you really get but I'm that you. person. I, yeah. You'll never, as much as I love luxury and I love the five-star hotels mm. and everything else, I don't mind... I don't mind the road trips. Yeah. I don't mind going to, to sit on the floor and eat and yeah. you know things like that. I'm mm. not. I'm. I, I love those experiences. Yeah. My my issue with our with our with our holiday um industry, mm. or a, a, as as a continent, is that it's so expensive mm-hmm. to, to delve into. It's cheaper for me to go to Europe yeah. than it, it is, is to fly to Kenya. Or, it was. Yeah, it was. Know. It was more so. expensive for me to travel in Africa than it's be than it would have been for me to go to the States, Europe, yeah. even yeah. even yeah. Asia. So it's so difficult. I want to do it. Yeah, um, but because so far I've, I've all, like I've only been able to to manage you know Southern Africa. Yeah. You know, but once I want to venture, once you go venture up, up, yeah, it's ridiculous. Man, it's because it, our rent is so crazy. weak. If our it's rent crazy. was better, we would have more opportunity. I'm not gonna Tanzania for me was quite pricey. Mm. It was really nice. I really enjoyed it. Even I mean, I traveled to Kenya as well. I mean, even Kenya is quite pricey. Mm. Although it's a lovely place to be. Um, Nigeria used to be very pricey, but now with the, the naira dropping and the rand actually better yeah. than the naira, it's actually not too bad going there. Mm. But generally, Africa is far yeah. more expensive. I mean, sometimes you'll have to fly. Into Europe or yeah. Dubai mm, yeah. to get to, to come Africa. Back. That's a cheaper <laughs> yeah. flight than flying directly. Yeah. Into. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I I I really love it, and I'm glad I went to so many countries I'd never been to before. But you're very right. It's yeah, so, so much easier for me, for me to travel to Europe or to Asia. It's so much cheaper. Yeah. Mm. So I've I've given it a pause. Yeah. Like if I'm gonna yeah. venture into Africa, it has to be through work or yeah. yeah yeah. But like I'm just looking at other. Yeah. Um. So I have a question. Um. Farah, you are a woman of cloud, and obviously in the in the industry that you you work in, um, like what's what's the dating game like for you? Uh, oh God. <laughs> like uh, no, 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 just in terms, just in terms of, um, do you find it easy? Like, is, is, um, are you on Tinder or do guys just approach you? Oh God, like, I know. Ne- <laughs> I think I've heard too many bad stories about Tinder. I don't think I can do that to myself. Is is, is Farah just swiping? Like, where do you? People, I'll be um, honest with you. I'll be very honest with you. I, I've dated once in this industry, and yeah. I swore I'd never do it again. Yeah. So I stay very far Follow away from up. the people in my industry. Sure. Even if you slightly connected, I, I don't Nothing. get involved. Yeah. Um, I just feel like there needs to be a balance of peace between us. You can't know who Bonang is because then we can't date. <laughs> when you know who Bonang is, sure, that means sure. you know this industry. You know yeah, people, you know and much. you know too much. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I and I think for me that that was that's been something that I've actively yep. not done in the last three or four years mm, in terms okay. of being a like kind of having any romantic links with oh, anyone okay, in the yeah, industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I generally tend to date men not from South Africa. Oh, okay. And it's mm-hmm. not because I don't love my South African men. Mm. I have brothers. I have lots of family yeah. here. Um, I it's just easier for me. Mm-hmm. I I I found when I was dating here that. People, a lot of people, you don't know if they're dating you because you're far fortune no, or because, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, and because yeah. of that, it was very tricky for me and I, and I didn't enjoy it. Oh, okay. Um, and it put me in situations where I thought it was very unfair to other people because yes. I was questioning their motives, even if they didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, 
been more proactive. And the thing is, I'm I'm not the kind of person I'll talk about my love life, but you'll never know who I'm dating. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, and 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 I tend to date people that are like in such different industries. Yes. Um, like the person I'm seeing now, he's he's a he's a banker, he's an investment uh, banker. So he, he knows nothing. He lives in Europe. He knows <laughs> nothing. Sure, sure. And it's it's I really enjoy it because. Our conversations are not based around the mm, fact that mm. you know this one did or this, or yeah. I'm sorry, you know, like, <laughs> and I know nothing about his industry, and yeah. you know, it's it's not something we like. We actually have normal conversations about mm. other things in life, and you can immerse yes. yourself in his life, and, and you know, and get exposed to something. Thing works. Yeah, ah, no. he's cool. He like our first date. He flew in from London on the Friday. He took me on a date on the set. No, he flew. He left London on the Friday. He was here on the Saturday morning. We went on a date, and he left on Sunday. Uh-huh. So he like is 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 in a position to be able to travel yeah. the way he needs to. So are you are you more traditional? Um, did you shoot your shot? Did he shoot his shot? I've actually <laughs> known him for eleven years. So who shot their shot first? We just kind of started talking. Like we've always known. We actually had a, a mutual friend. Mm, okay. Um, and um, those are the best relationships. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like. That's how I like. You've known them for so yeah. long. That I've yeah. known him for so long, and you know yeah. what? Even when we met, there was there was nothing between us. I mean, we just kind of stayed friends on and off mm. for years. Yeah. Um, I went to go marry someone else. He married someone else. Mm-hmm. He got divorced. I got divorced. Yeah. We both have kids, so, you know, and, and it, it makes life easier for us because we understand each other's yes, lifestyles. Yes, yes, so yes. It makes it a lot easier for yes. us as well. Um, but I mean, we've known each other 11, 12 years, and we kind of just connected again, mm. and it just took off from there but I'm I'm also that kind of person that I'm I'm not a commitment person mm. unless there's a ring on my finger I'm not your girlfriend I hey. don't do that <laughs> I, I really I, yeah, I, I always yeah. say to people there's no it says single married or divorced on home office it doesn't say in a relationship <laughs> so in a relationship is not a legal status so yeah. until I am married yes I'm single <laughs> finished end of story there's no other way around yo, this. Yo. <laughs> so yeah and I, I'm I'm that kind of person yeah. that I just believe in keeping options open weren't, weren't you saying something similar that you know this possessiveness that we sometimes feel to our partners um, is our downfall, is our downfall. Yeah. you know that mm. mine yeah, yeah I mean you know, yeah. Yeah. Isn't, is, you know doesn't that because we want to we, we want to own the other person yeah, so much control because that's what we associate you fuck up, yeah. guys that's I kind of like, feel uh, yeah I kind of feel you have to let people up. be themselves yeah not, and not just the thing is you have to understand if you're going to get into a relationship there needs to be a certain level of commitment yes. mm. and that's why I tell people straight I'm not in a relationship with you mm. because mm. I can't give you that commitment because yeah. Unless I can see that this is going, so I don't. I, I also don't want to waste my time. I'm 38. You yeah, know, mm, I'm, yeah. I've been through the dating game. I've mm, been married. Mm, I've been divorced. I, 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 at this point in my life, I'm very much married to my work. Yeah. And when it comes to commitment, I think I'm also such a scarred person, mm. um, because I, this industry has made me, and it's not even relationship. It's really this industry has made me so weary of trusting people Mm -hmm. so i'm just generally like that in life i'm like that with people i'm like that with relationships so i i am also i know that i'm the fuck up of most of my relationships because i don't make time if i if i don't want to i won't if i'm busy you're not my priority Mm -hmm. um you know my my child is my everything and and she's my ultimate priority in life i will not not do something because it's going to make you feel insecure Um, then you were the wrong person because you already need to yeah. know. <laughs> it's funny you should say that because, I mean, when you, when you look at how society is built, mm. when 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 it's the man that's 
that has that outlook. Yeah. It oh, makes yeah. you look like, you know, you, you're afraid of commitment. Yes, yes, yes. You're trying to use the yes. girl. You're uh-huh. her on. Yes. But I'm like, but, but like, then when ah, a girl has no. that um, perspective, and then now she's you a hoe. Yes, yes. Yeah. Then the connotation because, is much, yeah, you must much, be a hoe. much worse. You so, know? And that's the thing. And for me, I always feel that if you're going to call me a hoe, it's fine. Mm. Because if, if being a hoe is is um, you choosing me yourself. choosing who I want to sleep with, yeah. with my own decision, mm. then that's fine. You can call mm. me. Mm. And, and, and that's the thing. A lot of people, they have that. They're like, oh my God, you're this and that. And I'm like, okay didn't change your bank account it doesn't change i'm still it not going to sleep with you uh, you know it, it doesn't it doesn't make me feel any less yeah. of myself mm-hmm. um i'm fine with my sexuality i'm fine with who i am and mm. and who i choose to sleep with is my decision mm. um so i find a lot of people and especially men and women's insecurities come from that because you're so okay with who you are um yeah. people find that very intimidating and i yeah. think that's why like I said, a lot of, of men don't, funnily enough, men don't actually approach me that often. Mm. Um, I think I, you know, if you don't know me, I just think I have that face. You know that fuck off face? <laughs> yeah. People just, they look at you and they're like, oh, this person, she's, and sure. I have one of those faces. Yeah. Like if I'm not yeah. smiling, I really look like I'm pissed off. <laughs> and I think a lot of men are just, they, scared. Yeah, they are. And, and, and I, you know, I kind of understand why because, mm. you know, it's, it's very hard for a lot of men to really accept that you want to be that person. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that you're not committed to them. Yes, you might, you might be there, mm. but there's no, there's no marriage there. So I, I'm, I think because of my views on dating mm. and my views on that, you, you're not my yeah, man, I'm not yeah, your woman, yeah. you know, we're not married. I, 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 kinda, I like that. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, I kind of like that because, you know, you know, when you have a woman that's, that's self-assured, it, it forces you as a man to come correct. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm. Because if I see her, she's so self-assured about her position where she's at. I need to come correct. I get like, I need to be like, okay, yeah, I need to correct myself, basically. You know yeah, and you, and yeah. you can't be wilding out over stupid shit. I, I like, can't be wilding out over some dumb shit. And, yeah. and um, I think over the years or so, I've just become that person where if you want to argue with me, you're going to argue with yourself, eh? because <laughs> I'm not going to interact with you. I'm going to walk yeah. out. And you can talk to me calmly. I will logically talk to you about mm. this. But I... I feel that, you know, if you're going to go into your man's phone and look for something, you're going to find it. Yeah, you definitely going to find it. Whatever you're looking for, you're going to find it. Mm. So there needs to be a certain level of trust. And, 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 and that's really how I like to run the mm. romantic relationships in yeah. my life. Um, I just think I'm at a point where I've, I've given so much to not just relationships, but friends as well, mm. that I'm, I'm very selfish with my time, with my love. Mm. And, and and who I am. Yeah. So and um, what I, I I enjoy about dating people that you know the the person that I'm seeing now is I I I don't have to call you every five minutes. Yeah. If I don't talk to you tonight or you didn't send me a good morning message, and it's sharp. No one's gonna die. Yeah. You know, it's it's that security in yourself. Yeah. Once you have that as a woman, when a man doesn't phone you, it doesn't make yeah. you feel bad. Yeah. So do you prefer uh, men who are how can I say this? Like equally yoked, who 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 also just sort of like you, who who are you yes. know busy, married to their work, yes. but have other commitments yes. and whatnot. And it's and not you guys get together. It's not even just together. that. I like a man who knows what he wants, and I like a man who's got his shit together. You don't have to be the richest man in the world, but you must know where you're going. You must yeah. have ambition. You must understand that I am not here. I'm not your mother. I'm not yeah. here to take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I just prefer men like that yeah. in my life. It's a lot easier. I also feel like. I think I've worked enough to be able to dictate the kind of person I actually want in my life. Mm, 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 um, 
and because of of the thing and, and and men kind of having this thing of being scared of me yeah it, in a in a way it works for me because i, I a lot of idiots stay away from me yeah, yeah and and the men who do come to me are those who are, those are self-assured, who actually ha- are yeah. self-assured and actually have their shit together, together. they're yeah. not living at the mama's house yeah. you know what i mean like yeah, shit it's, like it's, that like i said yeah. you're forcing niggas me, to come correct exactly. and if you're not correct you're not going to exactly. come exactly yeah. yeah. I, I think that's that's my yeah. thing yeah. what amber rose was saying on drink champs yeah. about the the sort of men that she would um prefers um yes. dating is that uh well what she said actually contradicts who she's seeing now but anyway yes <laughs> but she was saying that she can't be with somebody that's not um famous or successful mm. because once she goes lower than that mm. then she becomes nervous around him because she's famous and, now yeah. mm. and, and now you you do yeah, you know, she's, she's afraid to fall asleep around him because he might be taking pictures and yes, posting them on yes, the internet yes, yes, you don't know why he's there yeah. and that's why like it, she finds it very difficult to uh-huh. give the regular guy yeah. a chance, a chance. Yeah. and it's true and 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 i think that's specifically why for the past few years i've dated outside of south africa mm. um and i've i've dated people who are not south african one i i don't want them to live in this image and think you know i have to fit into farah's world mm. i don't want that that's mm. not fair on anybody yeah. um and i also don't want to feel like i'm i'm being forced to fit into someone else's world i just want to be able to get along with someone and have a normal conversation with them and also say I want to go I want to go away I want to go to the south of France this weekend mm. shop let's go yeah. you know it's not hey, yeah, oh, hey, I can't do this it's and, a problem you yeah. know and it's a problem yeah. and not everybody's in the best financial situation but I want to be given options I mm. want to have the option of knowing that if I want to I can yeah. and not even just with a man if I want to jump on a plane and yeah. go just away by, by myself yeah. I can do yeah. that and I'm in a financial position to do that I don't want to rely on anyone else to do that however I'm not going to say no to a man who's going to say I'm taking you away on holiday <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong yeah. Yeah. I appreciate those things yeah. but I also know that I need to if in order for me to have a man who's got that I need to have my own mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah I think men need to start having you know if, if not necessarily the exact same kind of mindset but yeah. we need to start looking for more other yeah. women man yeah. like um it's like when what when TK was saying that TK um, yeah quickly yeah he yeah. was saying cuz this girl was was on his podcast saying um yeah. he wants to go out um with him or what not mm. and he said I can't I can't go out with you because you don't sound like you have a thousand dollars in your bank account <laughs> you know That's I, true. I don't yeah. feel like if if I got into a fix or I was yeah. arrested somewhere yes. I like you could come you. and lie you know you yeah. you know but yeah. you know and, and as men we just out here taking if she's pretty then she qualifies mm. for yeah. anything out yeah. but this person is not really bringing you know anything but that's the thing that's as, as yeah. men that's your fault because you've created Uh, an image where a woman just needs to be beautiful in order for us to be successful True. in whatever you guys have yeah, created that. that so now if you want to change that you need to be asking women do you have your shit together mm. do you have a job yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you do you have what a car are you living at home what are you doing, like, yeah, what yeah. Are you doing? What and are you know you what doing? it's only fair i think if we expect that from men i i think it's only fair that men should expect the same mm-hmm. thing from us mm-hmm. otherwise we're going to keep living in that that society where marriage is a business Yeah. Where where you getting married to be more financially secure yeah. or yeah. you're going to get married because you 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 know you want But that's already happening. And that's yeah. already happening. Yeah. And yeah. Wh- what's happening? We now have women who are stuck in abusive relationships because yes. they can't leave because they have nothing else. Yeah, have and nothing a man else. who's taking advantage of that because he knows you have nothing yeah. else. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. No, no, those dynamics definitely need definitely. to change. We need to do better, man. Yeah, yeah. we, yeah, we do. <laughs> More stringent. But you'll allow just... us to get away with it. So we're like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do beauty it. Beauty can't all there is. I mean, there's beauty everywhere. Yeah. Man. yeah. We, you, you, we and need the novelty to, fades, you know, man. And yeah. you need to understand also, and my mom always used to say this to me. She said, you know, you need to understand that you can be the most beautiful woman in the world. Mm. And what happens when you're not any beautiful anymore? So he can just go and replace you with another beautiful woman. Mm. And and it, the line that always comes to mind when I hear that is is a line from a movie called, um, oh God, I, I can't remember the movie now, but basically it said, for every beautiful woman in the world that a man is trying to fuck, there's one man that's tried, tired of fucking her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah. I, I just always remember that line because I think it was one of the movies I watched when I was young that really made me understand what my mother was saying mm. to me. Um, and then I think that's one of the things that instilled that I need to be better than just being pretty, <laughs> yeah, kind no, of thing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. How many? How many? How long have you been, Dylan? Oh, uh, okay. I think we can jump to the last segment, right? To uh, the cuts. Yeah, to the cuts. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know if do you say. Uh, yes. Yeah. Have you bought a? I think I have it on my phone. Yes. I just need to check if it's here. Uh, where's hey Dylan? Where's her ox? Or are we going to share that one ox? Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Let me well just done. bring it to her side. And if you can just tell us a little bit about the song you're, you're about to play. Hold on, I need to find it. Okay. It's on here. Uh, or, or do you want to jump first while... Yeah, I can go first. Yeah, okay, you go yeah. first and then yeah. I can find it. There you go. Uh, so I'm going to play um, some by Books. Uh, I love Books. He used to be our client. Yeah, uh, quite a talented um, fella. I freaking um, love I him. He, um, he's so underrated. No yeah. Say it in the mic, man. I don't think he said it. In the um, mic. Initially, it was no more as a, a producer. Yes. Than, than being a rapper. But yeah, this, this is a song that, that I, I recently just got onto. Uh, hold yeah. on. Let me let me pass. Yeah, it's a pre release. Um, is this thing. It's a it's a twenty seven pre release. Just wanted to um, it's from the album called Pegasus. Okay. Name of the track is um, it's called Don't Need Stress. So let me just put it on. Only see your eyes, always smile when we talking. Only so who's this again? funny stories only started boring me all is for like no reason all it's done is cause beef I don't need stress it's an artist is he a, 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 a artist yeah oh. I think he was um one third some would call it one half of, of Ivy um yeah, Ivy Lee the original don't stress me about the bullshit, no, I'm guessing yeah. that your new shit blows. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isn't Ivy League? Remember Ivy League, he, used to, he was originally one of Ivy League. Oh, okay. Okay. It's funky. You know, he's one of the most underrated artists we have. Yeah. Like, if you we listen to his music, yeah, he's, he's, he's rapping with, with solo. Yeah, he was, uh, they, they 
Oh, no, yeah, I haven't heard of this. Oh, wow. Very wow. good stuff, yeah. Uh, you need to put me on. I think he was signed with Universal. Uh, 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 Universal. Uh, 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 um, he, he gets features. I'm uh, a lot. So he's rapping with Reason. Oh, okay. um, he's on he's on solo. Solo stuff. He's rapping with Solo. Yeah. So like ah, you nice. you get to hear um, a lot of he's he's quite the yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. very good. Man. Yeah. So that that was uh, books. Uh, don't need stress. Yes. So so you ready with yours? Mm -hmm. uh, let him pass the Oscar. There you go. Let me just uh, put my phone on flight mode. Otherwise, it will fall in between. Sure. <laughs> I hope this plays. So who's this? Um, this is Little Tricks. This is one. This boy I discovered when he was like 17, so mm. he's like 20 now. He's released a couple of mixtapes. Yes. So this is a song he's done with Solo. Oh, nice. Yeah, called Medals. Okay, let's hear it. The wrong version of the song. Oh, uh, so yeah, sorry. So, sounds like it's a I thought it was a backtrack. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so, such a good song, and I don't have it on my other phone. Oh, man. That's okay. unfortunate. What I will do, okay. if you can give me a second, I will find you some better game okay. music. Maybe let me play mine okay. at the moment. Um, I have it here on the laptop. Let me just set it up quick. So my song is about is is a is a dude called Jameson White Boy. Oh. Uh, his name is Jameson. He does like R and B sort of. Oh mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. Local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He's not local. He's an uh, international U.S. Okay. based artist. I know he's got he's got some really dope stuff. And I've I've kind of felt like the R and B sort of market has been lacking a bit. I, I I don't listen as to as much. Definitely LB in as, this country, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so some so sometimes you really gotta dig deep for you know some good ass R and B, yeah. you know. Yeah. So so this next track I'm about to play is Jameson. It's called uh, "Thing You Miss." All right. Yeah. Let me just cue it up. Turn it up a bit, sure.
just takes me back to that classic R&B, you know. Because now, nowadays you, you you listen to a lot of R&B and it's always about I'm um, I'm fucking your girl, yeah. and, you know. I've always yeah. got your bitch in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's turned to today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what it's turned. So so like a good as love song is is dope sometimes mm. when you hear that. Um, yeah. So this is Jameson. You spell it G J M S N. That's that's his name. Oh, okay. J- Jameson. Yeah, so this is a uh, thing you miss. I, I, I just dig his stuff, man. He's he's actually quite dope. All right. What's the song called? Uh, thing you miss. All right. Thing you miss. It's a nice song. Yeah, I, I actually like it, man. So you got another selection for? Her? <sighs> you know my music on this phone. <laughs> I I just want to listen to because I was so convinced I sent the the right song. Oh, so this Jameson guy has. Um, have you listened to Domo Genesis? Um, Domo Genesis Genesis. No, I haven't heard that. No, yeah, is he, he on a track there? They're called My Own. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I, I, um, so I'm like, yeah, man. I've seen this name before. Even Absol had him. Yeah. We um, featured oh, okay. Absol on one of Absol's uh, projects. Oh, definitely. Oh, so you got it. I've He's got it. Okay, cool. I just realized I I did have the instrumental, but the intro is quite long. So just give it a second uh, okay, before cool. it. I'm just gonna turn my. Um, Put it on. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Said, uh, the kid's name is? Little so he's been rapping I think since he was 13 he's released six mixtapes so far he does very well underground like he's, he's got an audience there yeah. Yeah. Eldorado Park yeah. he's gonna have that hit Mm-hmm. Does his own production? He does all his own production. Yeah. 
exhausted. Uh, nigga, I'm exhausted. Uh, nigga, I'm exhausted. I deserve a, I deserve a, I deserve a medal. That's just a medallion. Can we play? Uh, remember last week we had a problem with um, other thirds uh, get that cheese? We oh, didn't yeah? really play it properly. So I was thinking maybe, you know, uh, it deserves oh. that we really play it and we, we play it properly because it cut. It cut weird when we played it um, the last episode. Okay. Yeah. Um, so so that the it. homie doesn't think, you know what I'm saying? Like we sabotaged him. <laughs> <laughs> it's get that cheese. Yeah, right? it's get that. We were calling it stack that cheese. And yeah. We, were, we were, yeah, no, we were messing that up, man. Uh, so we're just going to play the song and we, we'll yeah, wrap it up and... So, out of the third reason, we tried to play it properly last week, we couldn't. Yeah. So, who's this? Uh, this is out of the third. Yeah. Okay. Kitchen Reason. Yeah. Actually met Solo for the first time at the at the launch of oh, the video. Okay. Yeah. For this is still anonymous Cause it's synonymous to all of this that is surrounding us The inequality is probably where the problem is Cause the monopoly was set up by the criminals We either challenge it or suffer in the consequence we choose Um, but anyhow, we've reached the end of. I don't even know what episode we are in. Uh, episode twelve, lucky number twelve. It's my lucky number. Spoiler. Oh, is it twelve? <laughs> yes. You yes. have a lucky number. Yes, I have a lucky do you number. Have a lucky number. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I don't have a lucky number. Listen, I do not have, have a lucky number. <laughs> I have a lucky number. You like, have to have a lucky number. <laughs> Dude, lucky number twelve. We have Farah on. Uh, I, it's it's good vibes. It's, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So, so I mean, we we really appreciate you coming. Thank yes. you for having Thank you. me. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you we so much. We were a bit scared that you would say, "Hell no, nah, nigga." Yeah. <laughs> who are you? Who, who, who are niggas? <laughs> who the yeah. fuck? Are you? <laughs> yeah, man. No, I'm I'm not like that. I know. Thank you so I much for opening up interview. and talking up. Yeah, uh, you know, for for everything. Thank really. you yeah. very much. Yeah, thanks yeah, for having me. Even shot. though you're far, but <laughs> yes. thanks for having me. It's far for us too, but yes. Um. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, you have anything? Yes. Uh, Dojo Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Dojo underscore podcast. Yeah. We are on SoundCloud, uh, it, the Dojo Podcast SA. Yeah, we have the... the yeah, yeah, we so have the website. the website. the website first. Yes, and then yes. The, yes you know. the, new, the new yes. website. Yeah, yeah the Dojo Podcast.co.za. You can find out everything about the yeah, podcast. Yeah, the iTunes as, and the SoundCloud. Unless, you'll unless find it's on, there. on the website. Yeah. Yes. And this is the Dojo Art, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you know, uh, uh, so, so, some apologies on the turnaround time on those t-shirts. Uh, yes, yeah, we have a little, you know, a bit yeah, of no. supply issues. Supply but, yeah, we'll, we'll get that. We we'll get yeah, that. No, we'll sorted. get the we'll get yeah. the merch out right. properly. Yeah, but thanks a lot for listening, and we out, yo. Yep, out. Now, if any of you sons of bitches got anything else to say, now's the fucking time. I didn't think so.